The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage. Sit back and let's get this fucking show started. Cool. I got the keys for it to come in and I'll comment on the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! Wanna see what Spider-Man number one looks like? I guarantee you blow the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world, and if you're not... You should stick with us. We'll help, we'll help you take out the match. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma. Trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him, but you love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. Feels good to be home and drinking again. Amen, brother. Amen. Next. He's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Man, you got to love that white privilege, man. (laughs) (laughs) And last and definitely not least, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking to you about Agretsuko number one. We're going to be talking to you about weathering with you and we're going to be talking to you all about birds of prey so if you have read agretsuko or watched weathering with you or birds of prey please feel free to stay tuned and we'll tell you how it is you can get in on the conversation as well if you'd like uh but first we want to make sure that we thank mr scott rubin all games radio the all games radio network and of course you all the all games community for allowing us this time equipment opportunity Ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Um, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we've got a few different ways for you to do that. Uh, and I, wow, I guess I can go ahead and uh, let you let them tell tell us how. Okay, you're gonna keep tickling my balls or what? I'm tickling your <laughs> it's, balls. It's, like it's three, been too long. Three times I'm about to hit this button, and then you just keep going. Hit the button. Want to get in on the action? 
Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Lawrence is I such a cock tease. <laughs> That's what the ladies say. What? Nothing. Nothing. So, I don't know what ladies he's talking to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead and, and get in on the action. Uh, mess with our chat room where we'll take your comments directly out of chat, bring them into the show, such as Tiger Claw, who says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What did you think of Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn? Or as it's now called, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. <laughs> who, who at Warner Brothers was like, you know what would be great? If we make the title like a dozen words. Like, well, the thing is, that's not that strange. Like all the brilliant like people do that, but they also make good movies. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like your West brilliant... Anderson. Oh, go ahead. Like Wes Anderson, uh, Stanley Kubrick, you know, like these filmmakers, That's they do that sometimes, you know? Give, give like, me Do- examples Do- of the titles. Like what are some of the titles that are... Dr. Strangelove, how I, stop, how I Stopped Being Afraid and Learned... To love the bomb. That's the full name of that movie. Yeah. Is it based on a book? I mean, all his movies kind of are, yeah. But oh. the book—I don't think the book was called. The book was just called Red Alert. Okay. Okay. So basically, if you decide, if you have the audacity to 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 name your movie an entire sentence, usually you have the the skill to back it up. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it it takes a sentence to title that movie. Got it. So I mean, look, we might as well we might as well go into it, like. But I wanted to talk about my white privilege. Your your white privilege? Yeah, man. How did? Well, okay, I won't say how because I understand how potentially you could get white privilege, Moses. Yeah. You do happen to be of the fairer skin, and beautiful. you know it wouldn't be the first time you've been mistaken for for someone of the Caucasian race. But it actually paid off today. Okay, well, let's talk about it. I, w- I would so, like to hear that. Like, we're going we're gonna to put that in the win column. So I was going to buy some medication because I'm having sinus issues. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and Is this opioids? No. I was thinking opioids. cocaine. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just anti-inflammatories, man. Cannabis. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's legal now. Yeah, but it's funny to say wink, wink with it. You know. Oh, I'm about to say, I'm like, you can I, get that from CVS no, too, you, can't you? You talk about your sinus issues and wink, wink. That's something that you shoved up your nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not if I'm getting medication for it. Got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wink, wink. Got it. I open up my wallet and I realize I don't have it. I don't have my driver's license. Oh. Now, last time I remember seeing my driver's license was when we went to Long Beach Comic Con. Dude, why why haven't you seen your driver's license since then? Because I haven't needed it. Like nobody's carded me for nothing. But I'm saying when you open up your wallet, your your driver's license is somewhere visible. I mean, it's in a little slot, but sometimes there's a, a, a ATM card in front of it or you know. Oh. Or it's in backwards. Yeah. You know, gotcha. yeah. so I, I since then I assume since then I haven't had I've been driving around without a license. So I found out Saturday, Monday I'm going to the DMV. Right as I turn onto the street of the DMV, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get a protein shake because I'm hungry and I'm gonna wait in the line. And then I'm like, well, let me see what time this DMV opens. So I asked Siri, what time does the DMV open? You know, and as I'm asking Siri, 
the cop sees me with the phone in my hand talking into it. Mm. I get pulled over as I get into the gas station. And he's like, so he, he, he tells me, can I get your license? And I, I said, I just started laughing. And he goes, is there, any, is there something funny? And I told him, yeah. I mean, I go, I've been driving without a license for like two weeks. I just you found didn't out. tell him that, did you? <laughs> yeah. I go, it's hilarious to me because you're now going to take my fucking car. I didn't say fucking, but, you know, you're going to take my car and it, it's while I'm on my way to replace my license. So if you would have pulled me over in two hours, we wouldn't have had a problem. And that I go, I, I, that's just funny to me. And then he's like, uh, and then he, he so he's like, well, do you have an older one? Luckily, I had the, 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 the last one before I, I it expired last year. So I took that one in case, you know, they asked me for it at the DMV. Oh, nice. So I gave him that. And he goes, okay. And then he goes, uh, he goes, while you, well, <laughs> while I'm checking this, can you pull out your registration and inform- insurance information? At which point he, when he left, looked at it, when he came back, I was laughing again because all my paperwork for that was expired. What? Yeah. But it's why all. Are you, why are you riding so dirty in Long Beach? Because that's how I roll, man. Man. Dude. No, anyway, like no, the thing is when I get the new one. I shove all the old ones in one spot. For some reason, I hoard the old ones. I don't know why. But And I put the new ones someplace accessible in case I get pulled over. But then I right. forget where the accessible spot is. Uh. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, when I told him, I'm like, you're, you're, look, I go, dude. I said, these are all expired too, man. But they're current. I got my tag, so you know my registration's good. And I go, um... My insurance, I mean, if you want to look at my bank statement, it gets paid on the 25th of the month every month, 140 bucks. And, uh, I mean, he goes, no, your, your credit's clean. I mean, he goes, your, uh, your record's clean. You got a good driving record. I'm just going to let you off with a warning. He goes, but in the state of California, all you can do is tap your screen once or swipe it once. That's the all, if your phone is mounted. So right. that's all we can see you do it. That's, if we see you do those things, you're good. If we see you do anything else, it's a ticket. So just go ahead and get your license and, and have, a, have a nice day. What? And I was like, gee willikers, mister, thanks. <laughs> if it was me in that situation, I'd be in jail. Oh, yeah. If, if it was Jay, he'd, like, be sh- he'd be shot. <laughs> it was funny because I wish my brother did the show with us because we actually sat today and did the scale. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, like, if... It was a regular Hispanic person. If it was like a whitewashed Hispanic person, if it was a light-skinned black person and a dark <laughs> black person, like the different like punishments for the exact same thing. He's like, I totally don't want to deal with his white mom. No, yeah. <laughs> he's like, let's let him go. Last time you saw a shirt about that. You saw a shirt about that about his white mom. Yeah, no, what? about the same crime. Oh, got you. Yeah. So last time That's I got pulled over, I was sitting in her passenger seat having coffee while she wrote the ticket and told me about her day <laughs> but that was out there right that was in north dakota oh i'm about to say like why were you in her passenger seat because it was cold so she's like well i don't want to stand out here so let's just go in my car I'm like okay so do, I, do i go in the back no no passenger seat's fine okay well, why can't she be in her car you be in your car because she wanted to talk to me oh what's with the questions the point is like I thought it was a trap. Like, right. Honestly, this was one of the first times I ever got pulled over outside of California. Like, you're not going to Fargo me. Right. Right. I, I'm like, walking, like, I open the door and it's like, oh, your shotgun's right there, huh? Like, not out loud, but like, I'm, yeah. I'm putting the pieces together. And then I see her reach, reach behind her. I'm like, oh, here it goes. Pulls out a thermos. Like, you want some coffee? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you got another cup? How are we doing this? I'm yeah, telling she, your had, wife. she had little plastic. Well, not little, little styrofoam cups or whatever. <laughs> 
What? So they got, they got full service. Her. They got full service there. Apparently, <laughs> they're like they put. She wrote your name on the cup, Oz. The the funny part <laughs> is uh, the ticket. Like I, I believe I Instagrammed it at the time because it, like she got me doing uh, fifteen over the speed limit. Speed limit was like thirty five in the residential, and uh, the ticket was like twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Yes. Well, that's a fortune in North Dakota. <laughs> like, I'm I, just trying to think. I'm like, I don't uh, think there are any tickets that are $25 in Los Angeles. Period. No, I ran a stop sign 20 years ago, and I remember paying like 450 or something like that. Like, Listen, if you, now the, the meth possession is $25. <laughs> like, I'm like, you spit on the sidewalk in L.A. and the wrong person sees you, it's 67 bucks. Oh, but no. if you're black, it's 112 <laughs> Man. Well, I'm glad that you got a warning about this, and I hope that everything's in order now. Yeah, everything's in order. Because you know, Long Beach PD is not friendly. Yeah, well, now they they actually they, there has been some um, change Ref- in culture. Yeah, I know there's and, some reforms, but yeah, but and you know what it is, dude. And I hate saying this because he was so nice to me, but I don't want my police to be nice. Like if they're not gonna be nice to everybody, don't be nice to anybody. No, I look. That's all it's all about. Like nobody uh, say. Like we understand police have a dangerous job, right? And and we understand that you know they have to be on guard. The issue right. is you're on guard with some people and not on guard with others. Yeah, people. but the thing is, it's. They hire a lot of young people, and you got a lot of young people running around with no stripes trying to, like, do things. Like, I, I'm actually, I've been very critical about Long Beach police because they've been doing shit with, like, pe- like dudes on bikes. Yeah, they stole a bike. Yeah, okay. They stole a bike. You're going to arrest them. You don't need six squad cars. Yeah, well, hey. So I always actually, because we have the dude on Twitter, the, the mayor of Long Beach, he follows Fantastic Forum on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he loves us. Oh, that's awesome. I, I sent him, like, hey, man, what's this about? And he didn't reply. So, What's what about? Uh, those six squat cars with the one dude on a bike. Oh, got you. Gotcha. Or, like, they did 10 for this homeless guy that was sleeping in front of a church. And the church called it on the homeless guy. And it's the like. The church called the police on the homeless guy? And then they got the homeless guy. They put him in cuffs and they sit him down on the curb for sleeping. Like, yeah, you can't sleep. Just tell him to move. Because it's not like you're doing anything about the homeless anyway. You're just telling them to move. <laughs> And and then he's like, but then it's like six. So I came out and I actually took video and I go, yeah, this is my tax dollars at work, man. I'm glad I started a business here. And when I said that, they just looked at me and then like four of them, four squad cars left. <laughs> but, you know, man. But yeah, I thank that one cop for being nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. good. I'm I'm happy it worked out that way. And, you know, listen, I, I know that and I, you, you, you all might remember I got like the first warning of my life, like I want to say a few years ago. Turning, turning on a at a intersection where you you're not supposed to turn between like four and six p.m. and w- which is you know it's literally the intersection of where I live now, but at the time I wasn't living there, and so you know I was just telling the dude I'm like oh hey I'm you know I'm going to my girlfriend's house, and he was like oh you can't turn here between da 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 I'm like oh I'm sorry I didn't you know I'm like I didn't realize we were in in the those hours or whatnot and he was like okay. Let you go. I'm like, what? Let me go. I was waiting for you to be like, can you please step out the vehicle? Like, oh, son of a bitch. Then I got to be like, it's my right that I don't have to step out the vehicle. <laughs> like, look, it's like how much of a headache? Like, how how quickly am I trying to get to Neil's house? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like you got to you gotta start doing the mental calculations. It's like, is, 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 me, is me asserting 
my rights under the Constitution <laughs> were worth the time that's going to take out of my day, out of my evening, you know, like, oh, like I shouldn't have to make these decisions. And lo, lo and behold, I did not have to that day. And thanks, thanks to that officer for that being the case. So the beauty yeah. of privilege is also you can avoid talking about birds of prey. Ah! <laughs> Listen, this, this is why we don't have that privilege, right? <laughs> this is why. Like, I avoided it. You, you did. 18 you did. Did you watch it? Oh, fuck no. I heard that, you know, that Vegeta and Goku were looking to have a fight where nobody was around, so they did it in the theater for Birds of Prey. <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I saw, I saw it today, uh, and it was, like, you know, late afternoon. Um, so, you know, Tuesday or, no, I'm sorry, Wednesday afternoon is definitely not prime uh movie going time however you know there was like literally was like me and one other person in theater and that was it yeah but look at endgame (laughs) oh endgame wednesday after the opening weekend yeah yeah no and endgame was filled for a long time yeah so uh box office wise it didn't do great uh it was definitely it was it was uh it was, I think, estimated to do. Um, I think it was supposed. They were hoping it was going to do like something like fifty, fifty million. Uh, it did thirty-three point two, in uh, domestically. And then, um, it did. Like I think worldwide, I think it did eighty mil. So, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's definitely not what they were hoping for. So, it's and, it's kind of certain that Sonic's going to knock it off, right? At May- this point, Maybe probably. Warner Brothers fixed it, remember? They changed the name. <laughs> now everybody that wants to see it can find it. Yeah, it, it definitely... Uh, it, it definitely is probably... Well, I won't... I would be shocked if it stands up against Sonic because apparently, like, it's definitely, um, like, the word of mouth isn't great for it. Well, it's also, like, for if you look at Sonic, like, the amount of people that were mad about Sonic's redesign would equal more than $33.2 million box office dollars. Yeah, right, right. Like, there's there are people that are going to go see it just because they fixed it. Right. It's They're like, like our voice you fixed hurt. it, so I have to support it. <laughs> yeah. I wish they did that for lock and key. Now, Lawrence, you heard the word, <laughs> you heard the word of mouth. The word of mouth was that it's not good because I heard the opposite. I heard really p- people enjoying it. I mean, See, well, I'll say this: what what I'll say is it's definitely getting mixed reviews, and there are some people that are enjoying it. But I, I feel as though, like, I, I don't want to, like, I don't think it's one of these movies where it's not like a polarizing kind of thing, where it's like, oh, half the people are really into it, and the other half, like, it, it's not like a you either love it or hate it. I think it's more of a, like, you know, like, there are more people that I think are disliking this movie than are liking it. And and it has a fan base, but it's the, you know, well, I want to say it's the, you know, Batman v Superman Justice League fan base, but I don't even think it, it's, it not, it's not even that. It's, you know, it's not even the Suicide Squad fan base. It's like well, some sort of Warner Brother DC hardcore faction you well, know it's like it's yeah. like i told you guys uh right after i watched it i actually i i kind of enjoyed the movie 
I wish 80% of the cast had different names. Like, the only people that made any kind of close sense is obviously Harley Quinn. Uh, Huntress was okay. And Not really. I'm, I'm a little on the fence on Zass. Because then he, no. did, he did have the scars. Come on, man. Like, see, this is what I don't understand, Oz. You're, you're a DC guy. Like, you should be appalled by all these people in this movie. Oh, Bla- I- Black Mass? Including Harley Quinn. Black, Black Mass was atrocious. Cassandra Kane was the worst thing in this movie. Joe, Joe was right. They took, look, I keep hearing about how this is a, a movie about female empowerment, but they take the most powerful character, the strongest character of this whole cast, and turn her into a helpless invalid, like Joe, oh, wait, like Joe said. Now, but nobody, nobody is saying this movie is about female empowerment, are they? Yeah, that's what are. they're trying to do. In fact, I, that's why the cartoon was the way it was. And the cartoon actually, I feel, well, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm fairly certain the cartoon does a better job. It does. The, the cartoon, the is cartoon way, but... definitely does a better job in just the few episodes I saw. But what I'm saying is like, like this version of Harley Quinn isn't even as good as the one in Suicide Squad. It's so, not the Harley Quinn? Huh? Isn't that the same Harley Quinn? I mean, it's it's the same Harley Quinn, but she doesn't act like how she did in Suicide Squad. Like, it's almost like, like, let me put it like this. Like, if a different person was playing this, like, if the performance was the same, but it was a different actor playing the role, I'm sure people would be like, it's another version of Harley Quinn. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like the Suicide Squad version to me at all. And I don't know if it was just, you know, the fact that, hey, maybe it, it's, uh, you know, maybe she just was, you know, felt more comfortable in the role. And it, it doesn't feel like the same character to me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm alone on that, but it, it, it doesn't. Like, even, even to the, like, even like the vocal inflections and such, you know? I'm more appalled that this movie got me to agree with Gail Simone. In what way? Uh, she agreed that Cassandra Kane was the biggest problem with this movie. Yeah, no, no question. As far as you know, if you want, if you're trying to do the women empowerment thing, I mean, there's a lot of glaring issues with this movie. I'm not going to deny that, but I just on that aspect of it, with that, if they try to take that shot, they they miss completely. Jay, you're you're obviously the biggest Cassandra Kane fan on the show. What like succinctly as succinctly as you can? What's what's everything that's wrong with this version of Cassandra Kane? Well, um, she's a thief. She talks. She she doesn't know how to fight. She's useless. She's basically an escort character. Um, let's see what else is wrong with her. Like, there's a lot wrong with her. <laughs> like, she's terrible. And the world they put her in—that's what I really don't get. It's like, uh, are we doing spoilers or whatever? Yeah. Nobody's going to watch it. Okay. Okay. Having her become Harley Quinn's sidekick is the most baffling thing. That one, Harley Quinn has a sidekick. And two, it's Cassandra Kane. Like, that <laughs> makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. Right. Like, that. that I, yeah. it's hard to think of what they could have done worse with this character. It's it's very strange because I know during the course of the movie, because I know it's Cassandra Kane, I kept waiting for the moment where it's like, oh, okay, like this is why they wanted it to be Cassandra Kane. And that moment never oh, that comes. never comes. And that's what I'm saying. It never comes in the movie. So I'm just like, well, why did like what was the point? Like why like the person doesn't look, act, sound like Cassandra Kane. Why couldn't we just have this character be somebody else? Like you could have had that same person play that same role and just literally give her a different name. And right. 
And it I would, still say they should have made it misfit. Well, but why even do that? Yeah, you're right. There I'm just sure saying, there like, are it, misfit it's fans. Like, why not? Why not just make it a person in the movie, like some random new? I mean, not almost a new character per se, because I'm not looking for the person to like play a bigger role in in any way, shape, or form. You know, moving forward, if this becomes a franchise or anything like that, I'm just saying, like, you could have totally just made that person, like, given them whatever name you wanted that wasn't somebody from the comic books that people would know or recognize so it's like what I, i'm trying to figure out like what was the big thing where they're like oh we need this to be cassandra kane why like like i don't it's like because you know the people that who know who I, which i you said something like this yes last week right jay where or, or i don't know if that was us talking ourselves or last week but it's like for the people that don't know they won't care and the people that do know you're not servicing them any so it's just kind of like you know really like it's like naming her cassandra kane is all you can do is lose in that in that scenario right yeah it's very strange and uh it's weird because that's there i'm sensing a theme to the show today (laughs) just based on the stuff we're gonna talk about but um right real quick in chat heck says hey i'm a dc guy i'm appalled because it's related to suicide squad uh, Tiger Claw says the movie has a very Deadpool vibe to it. Harley Quinn does most of the narration. She explains the origins of the characters. And Burr in chat says, based on the trailer, I agree with Mayor. LMAO. Why didn't they just make it make me Cassandra? Right. <laughs> I, Burr, Burr would definitely be a better Cassandra Kane. I would take a, the million bucks or so. I don't right, think look, Cassandra got a million. She got no. a Brand. Something like that, but Burr's far more dangerous than this person. Yeah, it's very, it's a real, it's a real strange thing. And you know, I, I will say, like, you know, like I, I can understand where Tiger Claw's coming from, where he says it has a Deadpool vibe, but I didn't get that at all. Well, he got he got that from from YouTube videos because reviewers kept saying it. She, they were trying to make DC's Deadpool. That's but, the ones that like it say that. Even the articles. But but here's the thing really? though. Yeah. But here's the thing though. It's like. What what it does is it, it it does a lot of like cliched things and it executes them all poorly. So like the the narration aspect, which is something that you know where Deadpool shines because you know I, not only do the writers understand the character they're writing for in Deadpool, but then Ryan Reynolds gives a great performance as that particular character. So it all kind of coalesces into this amazing part of of that particular movie, which you know the. The whole um, narrator aspect of things is already cliche as is, but because it's Deadpool and because it's Ryan Reynolds with that particular performance, it shines through as as a positive in the movie. Birds yeah, of Prey. I see like the oh, oh good. I see like the narration, and uh, I like the narration aspect in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did like, not. I thought it was good. Like overall, I thought the movie was really well put together. Oh, really? It's wow. just it's just the characters that are all wrong. Yeah, see, he's agreeing with me. It's like like Huntress doesn't act like that. That's a terrible I, Huntress. I agree. Black Canary doesn't look like that. She also doesn't act like that either. Doesn't really act like that. I mean, I would have had a little more leeway if she had been wearing stilettos, but she wasn't. Okay. And uh yeah, Harley doesn't yeah, I don't like like I don't know I don't remember Harley in Suicide Squad. I don't remember 
the what details of that movie. Oh, okay. Just because, I mean, it was fun. I liked it at the time, but it's not something I kept in my mind <laughs> or watched the second time. Yeah, no, it has but, no impact. Yeah, so it's like, this Harley Quinn is not a great Harley Quinn. No. You know, there's a scene that they put in the trailer, and it's at the end of the movie, and she's talking about, like, how she's the one that, that people should be afraid of, and there's nothing in this movie that makes me afraid of this person. Like, No, she's shopping in a supermarket at one point, in broad daylight. Like, she's a wanted criminal yeah, like, you're supposed to be afraid of, but... Nobody like she's just walking around with a shopping cart. Nobody says anything. And I get the criminals in Gotham like they're trying to play it like they're running Gotham. Like I guess even though it should be at the point where Batman is a thing, but it's like she goes and attacks a police uh, headquarters with bean bags. You're right. Like that's right. not that's not scary to me. And she didn't get killed, dude. It doesn't even no. make any sense. Well, it's like I, why it's is not Harley- a great? I do like it's, the glitter grenades great though. Scene because. <laughs> At one point, she still has the beanbag gun, and there are three cops, which I think they all should have actual guns, and they, they let her go because they're scared of getting shot with the beanbag. It, it doesn't make any sense. But like, she, it's does, like just, she does do cocaine in that scene, too. No, not in that scene. No, it's in, the, in that building during that action sequence. I mean, oh, it's, it's, yeah, okay, fine, it's in that building. But it's now, yeah, but it's not that scene. It, it, it ran. It ran situation. Wait, what was that? That doesn't help that scene to make it better. Well, it made no. her more like it powered her up like like Popeye. Hilarious. Power her beanbags. Oh no, she was out of beanbags well, at that at point. At that point, she had a gun. Uh, like she got from one of the criminals. Yeah, yeah she got a gun from and, the criminals, not the cops who should have had guns from the get go. But. Okay. And one thing I will say, I actually do like her fighting style. Oh. I just don't think it works for Harley Quinn. Like, What's like the- I like the style, but it's just not Harley Quinn. Like, Harley Quinn should not be fighting that way. See, and that it's so crazy that you say that to me because, like, that was one of the things that I specifically was gonna say. Like, the fight choreography in this entire movie is terrible. Is wholly uninspired, except for. When Harley Quinn gets the bat, that's the only scene that was like, okay, somebody, I don't like, they obviously brought in somebody different for the sequences with the bat, which makes sense because, you know, you, you have people that are like weapons people versus like hand to hand fight choreography people. But the bat, the scenes with the bat, wh- which is really just the one scene for Harley Quinn, was like, okay, that's interesting. And you could tell somebody like of a particular caliber made it. Outside of that, all the fight scenes, like it's like, I've never seen a movie with, well, I'll, I'll say this. I've never seen a, a movie with a budget that has had so much fight choreography that consisted of front kicks and and like shin shin kicks or slides shin slide like all like everybody was doing that and it's weird because it's like like i almost want you to go see the movie mode just so you could like see this like you literally have harley quinn not not just her because other people do this too but primarily her because the movie kind of centers around her obviously where she'll like kick somebody in the shin and then they literally flip over like two times in the air and like get knocked out on the ground <laughs> and it's just like like van damme managed to pull that off well but that was in the 80s yeah but it still looked okay even if you watch it now it's still kind of you know it, margot robbie is one, no van damme it's one of those things where it's like 
in the 80s when no one knew anything about anything, sure, you get away with a lot of stuff. That's why you have the dude investigating crimes in his uh, friggin' assault helicopter, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens in the 80s. Is that Wolf? Airwolf. Airwolf, yes. Airwolf, yes. Okay. But but in, in 2020, when everybody has a computer in their pocket, like, I'm saying mixed martial arts is like, not everybody's watching it, per se, but it's on the radar of enough people. Yeah, that, enough people that, they're experts in it. <laughs> right, but people know what it's like, even though they haven't been in fights, what being in a fight is like. And what we all know is if someone kicks you in the shin, even if they kick you, they kick you as hard as they want in the shin. You know what doesn't happen? You don't get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? And we could just, I'm not saying we, I can do the suspension of disbelief and all that kind of stuff for the movie. But I'm just like, it's just the one hit in the shin. And they flip over and are knocked out. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, it'd be one thing if it was like, if it was one time. Hate, huh? You're going to hate it, man, if you see it. No, no, dude. Laura, Lawrence it. doesn't understand pressure points. You're dumb. Both of you are dumb. Like they do that. They do that a bunch. Like in the new Ip Man, the dude will like kick him in the shin and like they'll get knocked out. Well, like I they'll will say flip this. and get knocked out. I, that's Ip Man Four, right? Yeah. Okay. Like I've yeah. seen. I've seen. One and two Man didn't have that. <laughs> huh? One and two didn't have that. Right. Exactly. Like I've seen. I've seen Ip Man One through Three, and you know, I I know people get kicked in the shin and they flip over. But usually they get back up to kind of try to finish the fight and, you know, whatnot. Now, four, if that's different, that could be the case. And maybe they, you know, they change their fight choreographer or I don't know. But I would be shocked to find in an Ip Man movie that that's like a common thing happening. Like, again, it's a movie. So if it happens once or twice, sure. But like literally the go to moves for almost every person in this, it, all the all the main characters in this movie is the front kick, which is literally like that kick where you stick your leg out and kick somebody in the chest. The Sparta kick. Right. The, the Sparta kick is a front kick, right. The front kick or like a shin kick or shin slide or something like that. Every now and then they'll, they'll go do it from the back and so hit you in like the, the Achilles. <laughs> you know what? But like those are the two main go-to moves in this whole movie. And it's ridiculous just because it's like, the, it's one of those things where I love watching, like, you know, I mean, I guess. Well, the, Harley does a lot of flips also. Yeah, but then like, she's she so, does a lot of flips and acrobatics. and Yeah, but she'll do a backflip and then sweep the leg. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was only like one or two times where she actually did a flip that was like, okay, well, a knee is trying to connect or a, a leg is kicking. And even then it was kind of like. You know, like it only happened once or twice, so I let it go. I didn't. I'm not mentioning that because it's like, yeah, okay, that's that. You know, you you bring your knee down on the back of somebody's back like that. You, they're not gonna. You know, that's not what's supposed to happen. But okay, no big deal. It's a movie. But if you're gonna show it to me, you know, two dozen times, at some point, I'm gonna like. I don't have to be a genius or a fight friggin' connoisseur to be like, I'm not sure if that's the way that's supposed to work, <laughs> because everybody knows. That there's no nerve ending that's gonna knock you out in your shin, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. It's it's crazy. It's it's really crazy. It bothered me, and that's the thing. Like I love movies that have fight choreography with women fighting men that are like intricate. Well, maybe intricate is not the right word, but where they understand that Tactical. a woman can't, a woman can't fight a man in the same way a man fights a man. Right, it's got, it's got to be more tactical. Got to take out joints. Do yeah, yeah. Like there's a there's a strength differential. 
Right. It, it's and, so, even like when you put like two boxers in different weight classes together, you know. Right. I I'll tell you, it, it was it was funny to me all the shit talk we did about black mask not having a mask, and I'm thinking about this the, the while I'm watching the movie is like, man, that motherfucker should be wearing a mask. He should be wearing a mask. And then he puts on the mask, and I'm like, why is he wearing that fucking mask? He needs to take that fucking thing off. That's disgusting. What what the hell is going on? Did but it not, look from the 99 cent store? Little not, bit. not only does it look bad, but there's no explanation in regards to like why would he be wearing that? Like, especially considering the character throughout up up yeah. to that point in the movie, it's like, what's he need a mask for all of a sudden? It's weird. They try to like kind of mask slash foreshadow it with him like being obsessed with cutting off faces, but it doesn't actually It doesn't add up. Right. Well, lead to him wearing a mask well then the, the black mask should have been like somebody's face and it's like all you know necrosized or whatever yeah because it's, if that's what he was doing it's terrible like his black and, his black mask should have been somebody's face because that's his thing was cutting people's faces off and it's weird because it's like oh, but but and it's just, it's just so much because i i really enjoy uh, usually watching ewan mcgregor do his thing and, like, I really feel like there was a scene that had to be cut out this movie about this guy being, like, having some sort of, like, like diagnosed psychological disorder. Because he just he just acts weird throughout the movie. Like, he's, like, bipolar. Which, you know, okay, yeah, he's obviously, like, a crazy homicidal person. But it's just, like, I, it almost feels like somebody should say something just so that we can kind of be, like, okay, like, yeah, that's what we're doing here. You know, like, and then the relationship that he and Zaz has is really strange and like oh they're floating they're they're fucking come on i didn't really i didn't really like zaz like no zaz is terrible i won't say i I didn't like him i i would say it didn't feel like zaz no like every other time i've seen zaz it's he's had a lot more gravitas absolutely like even even the times where he's just like kind of a just a one-off thing he still feels important yeah like you're like there's a story there. Like, yeah, and here he's just kind of a stooge. Yeah, he, he, which, he reminds me more of uh, what's old boy from Beauty and the Beast Lefou? that follows that follows Gaston. Lefou, Lefou, there he is. Zaz is Lefou. It uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Tire Claw Chad is asking about Renee Montoya. I don't, I don't know if I, I was like. Actually, just about to bring her up. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure if I like Be- old grizzled Montoya. <laughs> I didn't like how they treated her. It's like she does not, she doesn't do not one thing, one noteworthy thing in this entire movie. Like she gets trash thrown at her, and basically she's almost as useless as Cassandra. That's kind of true. Even, even as a cop, they make it seem like she's always right. Like her her hunches are always accurate, and and she knows what's happening. But everybody treats her like she's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't like that. Like, I don't see how that person becomes the question. Well, at, no. at, like, at that point... I don't point, think that person can become the question. At the point that that character is in this movie, that's, like, way post-question. It would have to be. Why? Because of oh, cause she's older? Yeah, because they went older, Montoya. Like... I don't even understand like, that the whole... wasn't bothering me as much, but it's just they do almost nothing with her. And even at the end where they're like, they're the birds of prey. It's like, why is Montoya there? Right. Like, so I, I, she just she exudes uselessness. Like, I don't quite understand why they chose 
to go with an older Montoya. Like, especially in light of everything else happening in the movie. Because, I mean, not... Uh, it's one of those things, too, where... And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going with an older person, generally speaking. But I'm just trying to figure out, like, why Montoya... The only thing I can think of is just because they had... They had a character that was a cop that was betrayed by another cop who is now the, the chief of police. And so they have to be of similar age because they're partners. And then they, you know, which is what oh. I think they what I think they did with Cassandra Kane is, well, give me some some names from the comics. Who's a detective in, in the comics that's also female and possibly uh, lesbian? Oh, Renee Montoya. Well, there you go. She's Renee Montoya now. What yeah, is, man. Yeah, what, I don't. I like. Cause, Cassandra Kane was like a roller derby fan. Listen, I I don't even understand any of that aspect of things. Like I would, let me tell you, there's a whole scene in this movie where where roller skates are involved. Where I'm just like, why is this happening? Oh, because like because that doesn't well, make any sense. I get the roller derby. Yeah, because in New Fifty Two, she gets in the roller derby. So that's why they they talk about that's one of the things she did. It, from, guess what? It was a bad idea. In New Fifty Two. Well, yeah, but it's the same. The same writers, right, Mo? That you were talking about how that one writer enjoyed that she put Harley in different outfits. Yeah, but Harley can be in different outfits, and yeah, she can have that, hobbies. But that was also her her thing that that she gave Harley was the the rollerblading or roller derby thing. Bernie the 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 beaver that that talks to her was a thing oh i don't even remember that that's why that's why it was in the in the movie no that, and that's dude. why it's wearing that tutu because that's exactly that, what it fucking looked like in the in the comic that's crazy that that like like so those are the details of harley quinn they're like we have to make sure we include yeah huh? but you know what in the comic <laughs> in the comic you could see the word bubble for the for the for the beaver in in the movie it's like Okay, she's talking to it, but we we're not exactly sure if she's like if it's talking back. And I think they just use it as a throwaway joke. But I got it. That's that's where that came from. Oh well, listen, I did not know, and I was just like, I don't understand why this beaver is that important. But okay, look, I was waiting for Cyborgman to show up. He was in the that's in a, the new Fifty Two. That's why he's in the cartoon. That's a bad movie. I love Cyborg. That's boy Jimmy Palmiotti, Larry. What's my boy Jimmy Palmiotti? The one that did the Beaver, did the roller derby thing. Like I'm actually watching oh, um, him and Amanda Connor. Yeah, I, I'm watching. Yeah. I, I, you know, DC listens to us. That's why they changed the name from Birds of Prey to Harley Quinn because they're tapped into our pre-production texts. <laughs> and um, you know that, that's they're me. Here I, I thought, on it and they're like they oh you didn't see it here's a press copy so i'm actually watching the press copy while we're doing the show that's my fault you when you guys send me a message it automatically gets forwarded to dc yeah <laughs> but yeah it's weird like i don't know um yeah how much more do we got to talk about this movie though <laughs> Well, listen, we'll, 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 we'll go to Hector real quick because he says uh, uh, the reason I guess, I guess he said the reason why uh, you do an older Montoya is to give Rosie Perez a payday. And he says, I can't wait for the Snyder cut of Birds of Prey. There it is. I like this will be one of those movies where I'll, I'll rally at least the Snyder cut of this movie because it can only get better, you know. But I don't know if any, either of you have anything else that you want to say about it. Before we give like an overall rating, anything else that you know, any other thoughts I, on Birds of Prey, Jay or, or Oz? I I thought it was really well put together. I thought that each character got a decent amount of time to like figure out who they were. I just don't like who anyone is. <laughs> but like, if it weren't for the characters being them, 
like it's, I actually would have enjoyed this movie. Like, so what, there were a few flaws, but overall, like, it's just the characters that annoy me. What would you give it? How, how would you rate Birds of Prey? Jay. Um, I would give it a three out of five. Yeah. What about you, Oz? What do you, What do you think? What What are your last thoughts on Birds of Prey, and what would you rate it? I enjoyed it a lot more than Jay because as I watched it, when they called him Roman Sionis, I was just thinking Ian McGregor, and I I changed the name of all the characters in my in my head, and it was a much more enjoyable <laughs> movie that way. So I I can give it an extra point five above Joe's score of a three point five. <laughs> Alcohol helps. There it is. There it is. Uh, I hate that the fucking uh, hyena survived. Like, I really wanted it to die, <laughs> but it didn't. Um, oh, and I like that they gave out a comic book when I went to go see it. That was cool. What did what they give Um, It was a reprint of the Harley Quinn number one, the 2016 Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor. That's where the beaver comes out. Yeah, I didn't actually read it yet, <laughs> but... Risque. The beaver comes. I'm glad well, they that's got the, it. The whole beaver thing is like weird too because it's like it's trying to be like, hey, yeah, she's talking to her beaver. Hey, you know, like where it's like you see something like Big Mouth and like, yeah, she's just talking to her vagina and it's normal. Like, I don't know. I, I, that's that's it's the new 52 crowd. The people that. <laughs> um, so what? Jay, Jay gave it what? Three? Yeah. Was, yeah. And Oz gave it 3.5. Uh, 3.5. And Larry, yeah. what do you think of it? Oh, dude, it, it's terrible. I, I went, I went, uh, like basically like kind of matinee showing still, and I still was like, dude, like I can't believe this is happening. Uh, it it just it doesn't strike uh that that feel that it's supposed to as a comic book movie as I mean just a regular like you know like I guess ensemble cast type deal like no, there's no part of it for me that came together well or thought that it was good or it's like oh well if they just tweak this it's like nah it's just it's just a very bad and cliched film and doesn't really execute uh in any way shape or form that's worthwhile to to me it's like if you if it comes to a streaming service it's worth checking out then if you are looking to kill some time but otherwise yeah, don't don't waste your money or your time on Birds of Prey. I'd give it a one. Jeez. I'm gonna see it again. I saw oh, it. In how dare you, Jay? You look, listen, man. There, there's definitely a lot more productive things you could be doing with your time than seeing this movie again. Like, there's no reason to see it again. Uh, Joe's gonna Joe's got that pass. So he's gonna see it for free. No, it doesn't matter. Right. If Joe's time is worth something. So it's the- a it's an hour and like what. Like an hour and and twenty minutes. I don't know. It minutes? felt like five. So it, like, it's it's or is it two it's hour? Almost movie? At the two, it's almost at the two hour mark. Oh, see, no way, man. It's like, listen, there's not enough happening in this movie. Like, this, I don't even understand how you feel like it's well put together. Like, I'm just like, there's not, there's nothing about it that just feels like, ugh. Like, I'm so, just like, dude, yeah. It's like I've been to ensemble movies where I feel like. I don't know anything about anyone except for like the main character. Name mm-hmm. one. Name one. Yeah. Um. Huh. Can't think of one off the top. I hear your heart beating from the pressure. <laughs> oh, that wasn't my heart. That was my finger. I know. Sorry but, about but, that. No, it's cool. It, it adds for the effect. <laughs> Mo felt your finger. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, he, was, he was listening yeah. for your heart, but he felt your finger. So, okay, so 3.5 from Joe. I mean, 3.5 from R. No. Yeah, three from Joe and one from Larry. So that puts the Fantastic Four average at like... 2.25. 2.5. That's okay. average, right? That's like a C. Well, uh, not on a five-point a... scale. No, on a five-point scale, that's a D. And that's definitely not certified fresh. No. <laughs> no. And no, then... man. It, like, you know, I, I, obviously Warner Brothers has made worse superhero films than this one. Is it worse but, than... Oh, yeah. But... I definitely like it a lot more than Elektra. But that's not DC and Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. That's true. Is it like, worse than uh, Jonah Hex? No, it's way better than no, Jonah Hex. No, Jonah Hex is definitely worse than this movie. But uh, look, Elektra is a bad movie, and I would say Elektra is better than this one. Like, at least Elektra acts like Elektra, kind of. Nobody I'll acts like, like this. Much more than I like huh? it a lot better than Elektra. You like this movie more than Elektra? Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's your movie guy thing going on then. That's not your comic book guy because Elektra makes more sense as a comic book movie than this does. That's like, prob- That might be true. Yeah, and that's okay. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen Elektra in years. I, look, I just remember not liking it. And hopefully you don't have to again. But trust me, it's one... Look, here's what I'll say. It's like, this is one of these things, too, where you gotta put things in the context of where they are, right? Like, Elektra was not a great comic book movie for the time that it was in. Like, well, and it was also Bird, it was also a follow up to Daredevil, which was also not a very good comic book movie. Yeah, but 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 Daredevil wasn't a great comic book movie for the time it was well it was in. But what I'll say is like like even like Daredevil, like theatrical release Daredevil, not extended cut Daredevil. Extended cut Daredevil re- is awesome. Right, theatrical release Daredevil. Is still a better movie than Birds of Prey. And then keeping in mind that that's a movie that was released in that era of comic book movies versus the era of comic book movies that we're in now, where like comic book movies are are great. Like friggin' Joker won an Oscar. Joker not a comic book movie though. I would yeah, agree. but it didn't win Best Picture. So fuck what, Joker. Why does it have to win Best Picture? Because that's what makes you because the best I, picture. I don't, I don't really like Joker. So. I'm, well, I, I'm gonna I'm, take spot shots at it. Okay, that's fair. I, what I'm saying is, it's like we we, which is crazy that you know two actors have won Oscars at this point for playing the same character, which is wild. Or the same comic book villain, however comic book character, however you want to say it. I need but, to get on that academy, man. Say again. I need to get on that academy. I would love for you to be on that academy, Mo. But you would have to watch a lot of movies that you probably wouldn't want to watch initially. I, you'll, I, you'll like them. I've seen but the nominations he, and the winners. No, he doesn't. <laughs> okay. The, like, I watched a lot of the movies mean, that were featured in the Oscars, just in general. But then I watched, like, you know, I, I did watch a good chunk of them. But Oh, that's good. I, did like, you watch Parasite? No, because I wouldn't watch it. I would read it. Like, I don't want to read it. Well, you, watch, right. you watch anime, though. Same thing. No, I watch anime on English stuff. Oh, you're one of <laughs> yeah. those. So you would have well, missed the best picture. Well, of the year. I, I'm gonna watch it like when it when it's on Blu-ray and with audio, English audio. Because the thing is, it looks good. Like the cinematography looks good. Like the the everything, like the lighting, looks like a well like crafted film. Why are my eyes gonna be distracted from watching all that beautifully crafted film and ambiance with reading? And, and I actually did try to watch it, and they speak really fast. So the I I don't read that fast. Like the, the 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 subtitles switch too fast. Oh, so you know some things I can handle. Like the the movie Amelie, 
I think that won the Academy Award that year. And I've watched it three times. I can't tell you what it's about because it's such a beautiful <laughs> movie to look at that I just, I just, I don't speak French and I just watch it and I, you know, I just look at it. I don't read the subtitles at all. You should watch the artist. No subtitles, no dialogue yeah, either. I, I did watch the artist. <laughs> That was pretentious. Like I, I don't, I didn't think that was the best movie of that year. But, but the point I'm in making case. is that Bir- Birds of Prey, like Birds of Prey, feels like a movie that probably would have gotten made in the Daredevil era of movies. This is not like, and that's not like this is not a, a post Dark Knight, post Marvel Cinematic Universe comic book movie. This is a pre that, and it's it's it would be it would be marginal you know pre you know mid 2000s and in 2020 it's like it's like why are we even who's even making this movie in 2020 it's terrible for for by comic book movie standards burr in chat says damn a one mayor's just a hater i'll uh, be that uh, he goes i'm also oh, right though he goes oh no mo's one of those guys and for the most part i am i mean <laughs> It, one as long one as of those, I, one thing, of those dub not sub guys. Yeah, the thing is, if for example, like my hero, like I'll watch that twice. I'll watch it in Japanese reading and then watch it in English again because I know I missed something, like or Attack on Titan, and you know those are like your, I, you know those are the run of the mill like popular shit. But then like there's things like what, what's that one called? Teacher, what the hell are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And that I watched with just subtitles it wasn't dubbed but they did a good job of pacing the subtitles to fit the action so it was just one fluid thing and not everybody does that Burr, as, as snobby as you want to be about the uh, sub and dub like you can agree that some people do better at that those transitions than others you know that's true and i'm a you know i have an iq of like 60 so i can't read that fast <laughs> as i'm like borderline so, oh or feeble one of those i can't remember because my q60 and so while we're talking parasite i do want to congratulate the crew for their best picture win that's huge uh parasite was amazing it's so good and so funny and you know it's rare that a black comedy will actually make me laugh I thought it was Korean. And this one does it. Say again? I thought it was Korean, not black. It's black, black Korean. Yeah, you saw that dude's hair. He's black. That, that, that was a joke. <laughs> Sorry I interrupted my joke. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out. Did you watch 1917? I watched that. Yeah, that was really good. I, I yeah. like 1917. Like, I love the cinematography. Like, I really thought that would win, but I knew Parasite would because, you know. Because it's class the only. It's the only people of color they put the whole the whole year. Oh, that like that doesn't mean anything. Oscars well, snubs people of color all the time. <laughs> yeah, but they rather do it like throughout the whole broadcast and then do it, save it for the end, <laughs> just so that all the the all the the liberal white people could be like <sighs> at the end, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Burr says, "Yeah, that's true." I assume it's to me talking about not everybody does subtitles, right? He goes, "You might like these subtitles," and he put twenty six episodes of comedy typesetting shenanigans. They actually make them part of the action a lot of times. Yeah, see, I can, maybe I'll check that out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do want to watch Parasite. I, I like I keep watching the trailer and I keep checking to see when they have the English dub and whatnot. I I'll watch it when when I can. But yeah, I haven't seen it. 
It's really good. I did watch Parasite the Maxim. Oh my that. god, that is so good. Yeah. And I watched that. That's stuff. the anime. Venom. It's an anime based on the manga Parasite. Yeah, it's what they which, made the film Venom on. That's hilarious. Like I know I've talked about Venom or not Venom, Parasite <laughs> before. He got you. But this was like way before like I don't even think we have the art those archives anymore. Oh but wow. It's that long ago? About, yeah. They're locked in But it's about a guy whose hand gets taken over by an alien and uh he ends up fighting others like him. Okay. Yeah, that was good. And then eventually one of them has a baby. But it, it really is like like if you watch if you watch like the first three episodes and watch Venom, you're like, Man, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Funny, yeah, man. but except they have balls and like actually have blood and gore. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that. Venom didn't have any of that. Venom actually, like he wants to eat people, but really he just wants to eat lobsters. Can't be mad at that. Lobsters are delicious. I, I don't like them. Oh. I do. I just don't like hearing them scream when they're being cooked. Oh man, how's someone else cooking? No, like there's still like I still hear it. I went to the lobster fest and I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure like this thing like in Long Beach. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they just have frozen lobsters. And they're just going to steam them up real quick. And no, they just threw a bat of like live ones into a big like. Yeah. Some gallon thing. And I'm like, OK, I'm never coming back. Listen, when you start doing that, you got to invite me to some of this stuff, Mo. How come? Man, you can't even do pre-production, right? How are you going to be able to go out there? I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> no, I will. Like, I'll let you know ahead of time when I do stuff like that. But you don't have to, listen, you don't even have to let me know ahead of time. When you're heading out, be like, hey, we're going out this way. Like, no, I would appreciate I, a heads up. When I've actually done that, you can't make it. So I, well, I that's just do a head up, heads up. Yeah. Like, week in advance. But yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. A lot of the time, you're right. Like, if you hit me the day of, like, it, on a Sunday, like, you got family stuff. Like, you actually yeah. like your family, so... I do like my family. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. Your yeah. less privilege. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. You're right. Because there, there's so many people that are estranged. <laughs> I'm just like, geez, it's rough. But anyway. All right. What are we talking about next, man? Should we go to Weathering with you? Should we play sure. the review theme? We should play the what review? <laughs> The cinematic review theme. Okay, go go for it, Oz. Cinema reviews. Oz. Comic book theater. Comic book theater. I just like to hear that one. <laughs> it's so good. Theater. All right. Um, weathering with you. Now, I'm sorry. Are Jay and I the only ones that have seen it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched the trailer like 15 times. You said what? I watched the trailer like 15 times. Okay. Well, like, that counts. That counts. <laughs> Jay, will, will you like basically kind of give the, the people a primer on what weathering with you is about like, and what um, it is? I think you should do it. Do, do you? Do you? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So Weathering With You is an anime um, about, I, I mean, here's the thing. Okay, fine. Let me. Well, okay. What, you yeah. got it? No, no. I mean, I can do it? it. Can you do it? I can do it. But the only thing is that, you know, I went in like, okay, 
you all know how bad my memory is. So even though we've talked about this on a superficial level, because I have a bad memory, I felt as though I went in blind. And so I was really like, oh, I don't remember what this is about at all. Like, I know, like, weather plays into it, but I couldn't remember even how. So I was just like, okay, well, what's this going to be about? And so, you know, so there's a part. actually do what Joe, like, told you you were going to do, which is, like, go see Birds of Prey and then stick around for, for weathering with you? I did the opposite. Oh, okay. I went, I went to weathering with you first and then saw Birds of Prey. I, I wish I did it the other way around. It would have been, you know, like, I, I, I didn't have high expectations for Birds of Prey. And it, it didn't even meet my low expectations. <laughs> so, so one of the things where I was like, oh, like, you know, yeah. But, but it's one of those things, too, where it's like I went to weathering with you first just because I was like, you know, I knew it was going to be subtitled. And so I didn't want to like have any kind of like fatigue or anything like that in regards to like, um, like watching it in regards to like reading and all that kind of stuff. So, so I went, I decided to go there first. And so, but I, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than birds of prey. So there's, you know, for that reason, I kind of wish that was like the, the taste that I was left with, but ultimately I think I made the right decision, but I, I'll give it a shot, Jay. And how about this? If you, you know, you supplement me. Okay. Will that work? Okay. So, Weathering with You is an anime um, about a young man who comes to Tokyo and the relationship that he ends up forming with a young lady there um, who who is what they they refer to in the movie as a as a sunshine girl, and she has the ability to uh, well. I guess I should mention at this point, uh, Tokyo is basically continually drenched in torrential rain. And as a sunshine girl, she has the ability to pray for good weather. And when she prays for good weather, it happens. And so it's really about him meeting this young lady and the relationship they form and how that ability of hers affects the lives that, that, that the two of them lead. Why don't you supplement where you feel necessary, Jay? Um, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Like, um, the boy's a runaway, though. That's important. Yeah, that is true. And uh, he actually first meets the girl uh, while he's sleeping at a McDonald's. Uh, she gives him a burger, and, you know, it's his first act of kindness in Tokyo. And so when he sees her again, she's being dragged off into a host club, and he quote-unquote rescues her and they form a friendship from there and they make a business out of her being a sunshine girl where she will people will pay her and she goes and prays for good weather and so they turn that into like a mini like a career right um eventually it kind of takes a toll on her and uh you know they find out the mysterious origins of sunshine girls and they have to make a decision uh, uh whether to you know keep going and save tokyo or to save themselves and doom tokyo to rain yeah. like it's almost kind of it reminded me a lot of uh, the ending of uh life is strange where you yeah. can either save chloe or destroy the town and destroy the town or save the town and kill her so yeah yeah so i mean spoilers oh, right exactly <laughs> for those that haven't played life is strange yet i mean it is an old game at this point but still you know that's how it goes sometimes like they're playing old games so I'm i mean the second one right is now. almost done 
And, the, um, and he reminded me that I accidentally bought the game and I never played it. You should go play it. I have it right here. I'm playing it right now. There it is. There it is. So, um, Weathering with You is a good flick. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it, it has some issues. It definitely has pacing issues in the beginning, in my opinion. Um, also, ironically enough, I, I, I was holding my tongue when you were saying it, Mo. But um, the same exact thing that you were just talking about in regards to um, subtitles and them moving too fast. Like, I, I was definitely experiencing that with Weathering with you. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and God. There's not, there's, not, there's not really a lot of action in this movie. Um, well, it's a, romantic, it's a romance film. Right. Right. Which, and I'm not knocking it for that by any means. What I, I'm just saying that because it's not that, oh, I'm watching what's happening on the screen. And that's why I couldn't read the subtitles. I, I just read slow. And so, you know, the subtitles sometimes move a little too quick for, for my comfort, personally. Are you IQ 60 as well? I, I think my IQ is higher than 60, but I would think that because I'm that dude. <laughs> so, you know, who knows? Um, I've never taken an IQ test. But I will say that, yeah, I just read slow. I know, like, that's something that has always been a thing for me, you know, from I was young till now. And so, you know, I read slower than most folks. I do and, too. Yeah, and so um, the subtitles were definitely going by quicker than than is comfortable for me. However, I was able to follow the story. It's like it's not like I missed so much that um that um you know I was just like, what's going on or whatnot. Um I'm I'm looking in the chat and I see Burr saying, damn, another one of those that can't handle subs. I, I can handle subs. Like, I, I'm just glad you're. I'm not the only one being attacked. Oh, <laughs> like I, I like, and and the funny thing is, a lot of time I will choose to watch anime subtitled versus uh, dubbed. But you know, like there are like when you were saying it, Mo, I didn't say anything only because I knew it, it pertained. Like I was going to speak on it pertaining to weathering with you, and I didn't want to like let jump me the out gun. get bullied by by Burr. No, no, I, I wasn't trying to listen. Like, this, I'm this, dummy. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to let you get bur bullied by a bird. I was trying to maintain the integrity of the show. Like, and he, I knew that I would I would get your back later. I got you. Like, but even the way he said it for me, he's like, oh, he's one of those guys. <laughs> and for you, he's like, oh, another one of those guys that can't handle subs. Like, the tone's different. Like, <laughs> you don't know my pain, Larry. I, I think I know your pain, Bo. Because I feel like you read faster than I do. But I know you read faster than I do. Because yeah. when you're reading comic books, you read comic books so quick it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, to me. And I'm just like, I'm I'm pretty sure Mo did. Like, you and Jay are both like that. You know, I mean, I read the fucking key, like, the first trade paperback in, like, one sitting in, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, but that comics, that's different. Well, I mean, if you say so, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like, like, I feel like Oz has like a more average kind of read speed when it comes to comics. It's not like he reads them slow. He just like, like I know that for instance, when the four of us are in a room reading comic books, you and Jay are always done before Oz and I. And Oz usually finishes within before me within the time that I usually expect. Like, okay, I know everyone's going to finish before me. Oz usually finishes in the time I would expect. Half the time when you and Jay are like, okay, where's the next one? I'm like, damn. I'm like, they didn't understand that book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these fools, these fools just flip through the pictures. 
That that doesn't hold true for Sunstone, because you got to stop and jerk off every time I turn the page. <laughs> that's a teaser yeah, for next I, week. I, I I guess that's not an, an... Like, you know how they have, like, public comic book day? Like, you can't read that book in public. Uh, what is public comic book day? Like, you read a book... Read a book in public comic. That's been around for like oh, ten years now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but that's not called public comic book day. No, I know, but you know, I'm feeble. <laughs> My IQ dropped to fifty nine. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Look, what is public comic book day? Yeah, I said that every year. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, like, like I mentioned before, I feel like weathering with you does have like some pacing, some pacing issues. Because I know in the beginning, I was just like, "What? What are we? What is this about?" And it's not like things were happening that weren't interesting because they were interesting enough. But it felt like in the first like maybe like twenty minutes, we were going in a, a few different directions, and it was just like, which one of these stories is the story? And then after that twenty minutes, it turns out like none of those stories are the actual story. It's just what was happening up until we get to the story. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, hey. I'll tell you one thing about weathering with you is, um, Burr. I'm glad he's listening today. It's a perfect day because he's like, yeah. he's seen it. He can he can tell us that we're pieces of shit for not being able to read enough. Yeah, um, but he's putting these gifts in chat. Yeah, of weathering with you, and the frame rate on these gifts is like amazing. Yeah, and it's like I can only imagine what it is like to actually watch it on a big screen in a theater. Like, it looks like the animation has like a good quality. Like, I might actually like fuck around and go see this in the theater. It's and worth. Thought, it. No, the animation is fucking gorgeous throughout. It's stellar. It's stellar. And it's one of those things where if Jay hadn't told me to, like, you know, go see it, I would not have watched this in the theater. But I, I'm so happy that I did because it, it, it is amazing animation. Uh, Burr and Chat again says, Weathering with You was good, but not as good as Your Name Emo. I have not seen that. Your Name Emo? Uh, I saw it. Um, I saw Your Name. Um, no, but he's talking about Your you Name. Know, I... Oh, in my opinion, oh, you're dumb. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion. Sorry, my IQ 60. Yeah, <laughs> I, th I thought it was a Japanese name. Yeah, I like your name. Like it's like I wouldn't say it's not as good. Like they're definitely different types of movie, and I actually like because technically, um, the two movies take place in the same world, oh, and there really? are cameos. Yeah, there are cameos from the stars of your name in the movie. Um, so I do like that they like I actually do like that kind of aspect. Like, it makes, like, as a whole, it makes it, like, a very kind of mystical-type world. And it's unfortunate the director said he probably won't add on to it because he doesn't know what to do with the world the way he left it in this movie. And so he probably won't add on to it. But I I wish he would. But I, I, I do like it. I like that they're part of the same world. I, I will say, though, it's like once this story gets going and, you know, you kind of like see the relationship develop between uh, the two main characters. Um, I feel bad. I can't remember the guy's name. I know like the young ladies, he know. And then the guy is what was his name, Jay? You remember? Well, we, we can look we can look it up in pre-production, in my pre-production folder. But it's hard. It, it's a really sweet story. Gotcha. Messy. It it's a really sweet story. The guy's name is uh, Hod like Hod Hodaka. Hodaka. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, no, it's it's touching. It really is. And I know for me, I like I was like I was shocked because by the time I got towards like, you know, like three quarters through the movie, I was like sitting here like rooting for these kids, you know, like I really wanted things to go uh, a particular way for them. And uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was really good. Like they they definitely, um, you know, like uh, they, they set they set a stage and, and let things kind of play out and they, they don't quite go uh, necessarily the way that you would think. Um, and yeah, it it was really it's really cool and really interesting. Like I, I would definitely recommend people checking it out if if it's playing in a theater near you. I mean, this is definitely the type of thing where, obviously, uh, weathering with you is not the kind of movie that is going to necessarily play in every theater throughout our country. Uh, and I, Plus I can't it's even been out for a couple months. Right, right. That's true too. So it is starting to leave theaters. But if you do have a, a theater near you that is showing this movie, you should go check it out. Like, I think I think you would be um, you would definitely come o- come away from it feeling like you saw something special. It actually did have a, somewhat of a wide release for it being this type of like like an anime it, theater, you know, I, I agree with you 100 yeah. percent. The fact I'll, that I could see it this late in the game is a testament to that. Do you think it'll be in? the next year's academy awards at all i don't know i wish but the thing about the academy awards is most of the people that are on the committee don't watch cartoons so normally if they give awards to cartoons they normally look through the list of names and if they see a disney flick they vote that or like if they see like a big name flick like Disney, Pixar, they'll vote that. And they kind of just don't know, so they don't know how to vote. And this is not, like, this shouldn't, in my opinion, this shouldn't even be in the same kind of category as, like, a Disney movie. Like, it would not surprise me if, if Weathering With You was the kind of anime that, like, somebody, like, becomes aware of however many years later and decides to make an American adaptation, and it becomes, like, a popular American movie and instead of being set in Tokyo, it's set in New York or something like that. And people are, will talk about the magical realism of it and how amazing of a film it of it, uh, uh, amazing of a film that it is, without giving any of the proper credit to the source material that spawned this live action adaptation of this movie. Yeah, just like like no, that. real quick. Oh, go ahead. There was that movie Dance with Me. It's a Japanese movie. I watched that with subtitles, Bird. Live action. <laughs> and they made a they made a uh, an American version with um I believe it was Richard Gere and J Lo. Mm. And it was still good, but it, the Japanese one was just so much better because part of the thing about the character in it is that it's a Japanese film. So like Japanese people have a different work schedule and work ethic. Right. And that plays into that film in the Japanese version. And it doesn't really, they didn't really figure out how to translate that over to like, instead they just made him kind of like a bored husband that didn't want to cheat. So he just started taking like ballroom dance classes Mm -hmm. instead of just like an overworked guy that feels like he's overworked at home too, but he's really just, he's just really just over life. And instead of like, you know, jumping in front of a train, he takes ballroom dancing classes. Yeah. Yeah. So Burr and Chess says, nice. Jay noticed at least uh, referring to the cameos. And while I did notice the girl, um, I actually wasn't sure who she was. Uh, after the movie, they play a, a featurette where 
they talked to the director and uh, he pointed out who they were so that's how i knew that uh, but it's kind of funny like even there he's like if you recognize them you're probably an otaku <laughs> which is yeah which still has a slightly uh, bad connotation in japan kind of really but yeah like not real bad but just slightly yeah mm-hmm. it's like halfway between a geek and a, a brony <laughs> Uh, he also says, what did you think of Senpai? I thought that was hilarious. And yeah, that was really funny. Like, he was like a, a really cool character. For the record, I thought he was great too. For- <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, is that Was that a thing that happened at the screening you were at? Or does the, is there the feature at the end of every showing of it? I assumed it was at the end of every showing. Oh, I must have left too early. I wish Uh-oh. I, I, I would have stayed for that because... Freaking like I, I was trying to get to Birds of Prey, but knowing what I know now, <laughs> I mean, you knew Birds of Prey wasn't gonna be good. Yeah, but I didn't know it was gonna be that bad. I honestly, like I said, like I, I went in with low expectations and was very prepared to be like, okay, this is where we're gonna be at with this movie, and it, it like dashed all my low expectations to even further depths. <laughs> I was just like, wow, like. I can't believe that this is like it, it does. Like I'm telling you, it it feels like a comic movie from a different time to me. Burin chat says Weathering with You was eligible to be nominated this year and wasn't. Okay, that's wild. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, it has some pacing issues in the front, and I could totally see like a different cut of it being a better version of the movie. But at the end of the day, it's like all the things like. I feel like by the time you get to the end of it, you can forgive anything that happens at the beginning of it. He says they'd rather nominate fucking How to Train Your Dragon instead. Exactly. I actually love the first one. I I will say... Oh, go ahead. No, I I love the first one, but I I never saw the rest. No, they're all amazing. They're all great. They all add to each other. They're amazing. The TV show, too? No. Okay. I don't want no the TV show. No, Mo, we're ta- we're talking movies here. Oh, the I, movies are great. Yeah, but I know because it was like a series of books. Like they didn't want to like put make a movie for every book, so they just filled in like the in between books, like as part of the TV show. You know, so I'm yeah. like, it should have a similar quality at least, it, at least for the characters. Like you should be able to like watch your movie watch your season of the TV show, then jump back into the movie, you know? But Yeah, I, I didn't watch the TV show or oh. read the books. Right. So, like, just judging by the three... Going by the three movies, the three movies are great. Okay. okay. Uh, but, but I do agree. Like, it should have been nominated. Like, I would love to see uh, Weathering With You and How to Train Your Dragon on the same stage and to see who... Well, I know How to Train Your Dragon would win because they didn't... They... Because it's, you know, DreamWorks. Yeah. And they aren't going to bother watching all the entries. Right. Um, I, I promise you it'll get nominated when they make it, the, uh, when they make the American live action version called Sunshine Girls. It'll get nominated then. I don't know if it'll win, but it'll get nominated. Like it, Yeah, it, it's a shame you missed the interview. Because well, he actually look, talks about where that comes from. Like where, where Sunshine, Sunshine Girls. Girl. Yeah, like it's basically like a thing in Japan where, you know, if it's like, uh, what do you call it? Like a turn of phrase, an idiom, something. It's like mm-hmm. uh, when you you go to events and it's sunny out, then girls will say like something like, oh, I'm a Sunshine Girl. And like 
people like Radwimps, where like every time they perform, it seems to rain. And so they're like, we're rain boys. Mm. Radwimps being the people that did the music for the movie. Oh, which that should be mentioned too. The music is great. Oh, yeah. The music is like, really good. Yeah, it's so good. Like, that's the only time where I would say the subtitling was a little, even though I didn't particularly take note of it because i was able to read all of it but yeah the music was great yeah the songs were like really catchy yeah and they fit the tone perfectly they do they do and like we it, songs we're talking about two three or how many? i mean i'm sure that there's like a full like how many songs like i'm sure there's a full soundtrack to the whole movie where it's like yeah because because there's literally like songs like literally songs with lyrics and stuff and then there's, of course, like the score and the score is great, too. So it's like, you know, I don't know if that's two different things or it would just be like one thing because that's how they do it in Japan. But it's worth. I don't like, remember. But it's not like but the, I know breaking into the song. Red Wimps. Oh, go ahead. It's not like the characters breaking in the song, is it? No, no, it's not a musical. No. Okay. It's just that it's, it's playing just, over. Oh, OK. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, like they have the song playing over the scene. Right. right. Cool. And, it, and he, again, it's an interesting story because the director liked the group. And so, like, whenever he would finish, like, a section of the script, he would send it to Radwimps. And, like, they would just start, like, making songs. Uh, they basically ended up making a whole album for it. So did they did they do the score, too? Or did somebody different do the score? That one I don't remember. Um, I think they just did the music, but I'm not 100%. Oh. Okay, yeah, I, and you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a musical in that sense, Mo, but they're like, you know, it's like they do put songs in it sometimes, which, and it's so funny because, it, again, it's like one of these things where because I watched these two movies like literally back to back as like contrasting the music and how much I enjoyed it in Weathering With You versus like Birds of Prey, I was just like, yeah, and so, you know, and yeah, the music wasn't that good in Birds of Prey. No, we don't even need to talk more about it other than that. But Weathering with You's <laughs> music was good. What are you like a five out of five, four out of five for the for the the movie or the for the the, movie. the movie? You know, um, I I can't I can't give it a five out of five, but I definitely give it a four out of five. I mean, it has some really interesting kind of concepts to it, and visually, it's stunning, and the story is really moving. And I feel like you know, like I like yeah, I I mean, all in all in all, it's just. It's just a cool little flick, and I think that you know, I, I it like I said, I mean, the highest compliment I probably can pay it is that at some point somebody's gonna try to make a live action version of it here in America, and they're not gonna give it credit, <laughs> like you know, because because you know, it's not like there, it, it's not like somebody's gonna be like, oh, we can make Ghost in the Shell. No, they're not gonna do that. They're gonna be like, oh, they're like, we're gonna buy the rights to this, and we're gonna name it something different, and we're never gonna mention the anime. And they're going to try to pass it off like they had these ideas, but they didn't. <laughs> Weathering with you had the ideas. It's um, great. Joe, what do you give it? Three, four, five? Um, I'm, I'm, I feel good about giving it a five out of five. Like, I don't think there was really anything I disliked. Like, yeah, it was really good. And I love the ending. Like, I love how they just break the world. Okay. So, four plus five. The Fantastic Four average is 0.5. Yep. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about Gretzko, number one. Moses. Oh, wait. Real oh, what? Quick. what? what? Oh, Burr says he gives it a four out of five. Does that factor into the Fantastic Four memory? I mean, yeah, because that's how he could be the fifth member. There the it chat. is. Burr's so, just a hater. Or I'm a joking. lover. So I got to 
I gotta redo the. I gotta redo the math. Don't have calculator sounds. Don't even ask. No, I have it. I've been playing it. Every time I do the math, you probably can't hear it. But neither will anybody listening to the recording. Neither. As long as I hear it, that's all that matters. Okay. I'll I put it in recording. I'm about to say, like, I think they can hear it. <laughs> can you hear? It's, it? it's just us that can't. <laughs> uh, let's see, four point five. I mean, it's just going to bring it down a little bit, right? So it's probably like 4.3 now. That's a 4. slow-ass calculator. 4.6666. 4. I'm doing it in my head. 4.6666667. My my statement stands. That's a slow-ass calculator. <laughs> it's feeble. Feeble. Hilarious. No, I want to do the, the scores because I want to put them in the description. Ah, got it. But I will say this. I feel like, the, like before the... 4.5 was the average, right? Or what was the average? Four? Yeah. Well, it was 4.5 cuz Okay. 5 and and 4. Right. So if you add another low score, then the average has to go down. But it wasn't. It was equal to yours. Yeah. Uh, Burr liked it, I thought. Yeah. No, no, but I know. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not saying like if the average because it's like it's 4 5 and a 4 and it's 4.5, then if you add another 4, it has to be less than 4.5. It's yeah, 4 or 4.5. Okay. I'm with you. Let's no, go. what did he say? Oh, he said he, four out of five. Okay. He said four. Yeah, he said four out of five. I got to redo the math. <laughs> this is riveting. So it's 4.3333333. There you go. Ah, he fucked it up because you had all the sixes in the first. What the fuck? <laughs> you had all the sixes in that first one. Go back to that first one. So, yeah, 4.3333333. There you go. Thank you, Larry, for pointing out my inadequate IQ. Oh, no, no. It's not your IQ, man. Well, you pointed it out. Lawrence just reaffirmed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready, Mo? I like how uh, Herbert says he corrected it. It's 4.313-3. I don't know what he refers to 13 slash 3 because I'm a fucking idiot. I have no idea what that feel, that means. That, that's 13 uh, divided by 3. Right. Oh. He's throwing Ooh. fractions at you, Mo. You gonna let him do that? Look, as long as he don't throw letters, I'm good. <laughs> Look, you're a faction. <laughs> An October faction. Uh, yeah. I, like I talked about the anime when it premiered, and it was great. It had these these cool concepts. The comic uh, left something to be desired, and uh, you talk about Agretzko. Agretzko, yeah, not Agretzko. Okay. Agretzko is how like dumb Americans say it. Oh, how do you say it? Agretzko. Agretzko? Yeah. Well, her name is. I was actually wanted to call you out on that earlier, but my microphone was muted. But there's a U. Yeah, but that U is like in in Japanese. See, oh, oh, who's Mister Feeble now? In Japanese, (laughs) it's either sometimes it's like a soft I sound or like silent, like a dash. Oh, it's actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. I learned that from reading the captions in Evangelion. Reading. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, that comic left something to be desired. Usually, these comics don't do a, a lot of justice to these established properties. It's just like a cash grab, and and this one's kind of like that. But it was, still was fun, you know. Um, they predicted the coronavirus. Right. <laughs> so that that was you know. I did see that. That was fun. But they actually treated the office, uh, the office cold pandemic, like a zombie apocalypse. So it was like a little mini zombie movie with Gretzko and her crush sacrificing himself to save her. So it was fun. It was a fast read. 
the dude that wrote it um is actually pretty like he he did some uh, he did another book that i don't know what it is but you get the preview in it in the gretzko and just for that preview for that book it, i like it but but um I'll tell you his name in a little bit. But yeah, it, you know, the art's good. Um, Agresco has... The thing about Agresco is she's a red panda that works in a shitty, like, corporate-ass job. But she's a metalhead, and, like, she uses heavy metal to, like, release her stress. And it doesn't come through in the comic at all because they don't have that audio component. You know what I mean? Right, right. And uh, especially because all her songs are all karaoke. They're all original to the anime. So, like, whatever. Like, she did do a metal moment here to, like, scare off the cold zombies, the coronavirus zombies. And um, But it, it didn't, like... It, it didn't come across as good, and I can't even blame anybody working on this comic for that. It's just that's just the dynamic of the anime. That's a different that, medium. That's just not going to translate. However, like when I read Kiss versus Zombies, like when the demon, quote unquote, Gene Simmons says, you know, I'll meet you guys over here. Let me, uh, and he starts going like he starts singing fighting off the zombies with music. It, you know, it, it was like this is a, a parallel to that because. Kiss is such an established brand and their music is so ingrained in me. Like, and then specifically that song, like he started fighting off zombies by singing God of Thunder. And I was like, oh shit. Like seeing Kiss live, sing God of Thunder felt like that epic moment where he's like, even as stupid as it sounds that he's singing God of Thunder to a bunch of zombies and they're like getting fought off. Like when you actually see them play it live, it's like, I can see that happening. You know what I mean? There's the context is there for that. So with Gretzko, like I guess she hasn't sold out Madison Square Garden enough <laughs> to have that, to have but, that effect. But yeah. actually, okay. I will say I actually did get that. Like because I have seen the show, yeah. I was able to get what was happening with the music, yeah. and actually it did end up feeling pretty natural to me. I, I, I was gonna say the exact same thing, okay. where like because I've seen the show, like when they break into the metal part, like I I could imagine it but but, but if i had not seen but if i had not seen the show i would just i would i don't even know that i would know what was happening because they don't even give you any kind of like background in regards to the fact that she's a metalhead in this issue so it's one of those things where it's like huh oh go ahead i gonna say it's it's unfortunate because it's one of those things where it's like almost like they rely on the 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 knowledge that you would have picked this up because you have seen the show now it, it's also and that's that one of the things that i like that's one of the things i kind of didn't like about the comic is that like i'm familiar with the show slightly like i haven't seen all of it but i'm familiar enough that i can kind of get something out of it but if you're new like i don't think there's anything here in this issue no to like kind of latch on to or any yeah. reason to like even watch the check out the second issue yeah i agree no but it's also safe to say back to the music aspect of it it's safe to say that you guys heard like when you saw her getting into the metal thing like you didn't play music in your head did you i and, did yeah and, but it was just like generic metal music is that what it was i mean it was well, a of course to a connoisseur like you i'm sorry say one of you at a time so of course the music in my head was generic compared to a connoisseur like you like you know metal you know a lot more metal than i do yeah but so um, you could call the music in my head generic but it was good enough for me i, I guess like i gotta be such a elitist mo <laughs> well, it's not that. It's just that when I watch the anime, like I hear the music and actually judge the music. I'm like, okay, this 
the way they hit this blast beat right here or these double pedal drums like the the music in the show is an experience for me and because of that i miss it in the comic because it's like if they say cue in you know fucking progenies of the new apocalypse here and then or like you know they'll play some lyrics that i know that it's like okay i'll hear that in my head you know but hearing her generic metal like while I love her, the way they craft her metal in the show is, is great. That's one of the reasons I love the show itself. And, uh, you know, and then even having like a female character like gravitate towards it that well is refreshing too because it's usually just a guy character everywhere, you know, whether it's real life or, <laughs> or movies, you know? But so, yeah, it just left something for me to desire. But it's just, you know, it just didn't translate as well to the printed page from the, the anime. But, I'm sure, you know, if I watch more of it, I can fill in the gaps. No, I mean, honestly, like, like based oh, on what you're saying, I'm sorry, based on what you're saying, Mo, it sounds to me more so like, you know, what you're talking about is that when you're doing this in print, the the sonic quality of the music is completely absent. Like, all your, because t- realistically, it's like, there's no way for them to even translate, like, what's being played. The rhythm and the notes. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, all we have is the words. All we have are the lyrics. And so, yeah, you know, like, for someone like Jay and I, I'm sure we both were like, okay, we know what, what Agretzico sounds like when she when she's doing her, her metal thing. But the music that we play behind it, yeah, is definitely something generic. And I know, like, because you are someone that can appreciate the nuances of all the different types of music, you're like, this definitely leaves something to be desired, you know? And so I can totally understand that. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where, again, so when you when you transfer something from one medium to the next, it's like some, sometimes it's a little bit lost, you know? And, like, realistically, even, like, we were talking about weathering for you, there's going to be something a little bit lost when they make that live action <laughs> from animated, you know, even though they're both movies. But there, there was something that they're doing that I'm like, that's just like this anime, and I forgot what it was. I told Emily, I went on a rant with it. Emily is like my my notepad for pre-production because I just ran at her and then she just tells it back to me. But I forgot to. There was something where it was like, this is straight up from this anime. But yeah. I mean, listen, Amer- America still stuff from anime all the time. Uh, but yeah, I I do um I did enjoy the first issue. The art wasn't as like good as the anime, but yeah, you know, it just felt like. Not cookie cutter art, but some of the backgrounds, I was like, okay. But then when you look at the show, it's kind of like that too. Kind of like flash animation. So I can't judge that too harshly for that. But the dude, Daniel Barnes, he wrote the little preview in the back. I don't know if you guys got to read it. Where it's about these like, it's around slavery times. And then we have these black people that are mages and they're fighting the KKK. Oh, I didn't see that at all. What? Yeah, I want to read that. What's that called? It's called Black Magic, I think. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but then that's the actual name, huh? <laughs> I just I don't have it. I don't I don't have the actual name on me, but I figured I'll throw that as a placeholder while I google it. And how that <laughs> I spent time explaining that, I didn't get to google it. <laughs> uh, well, you beat me to it because I was like, "Oh, my volume's down. I better put it up." And then you said it like, "Damn it, too late." Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Hector chat says super milk chan mo super what <laughs> milk chan don't know what that means which that was an old flash animated anime yeah 
It was pretty funny, from what I remember. Oh, it's called The Black Mage. Okay, not okay. too far off. But yeah, so I got to read that preview, and that, that was, you know, it's cool. Like, I want to read it. I want to find out about it. Like, it's Black History Month, so reviewing that would be appropriate. Because it's kind of histor- historical, but fiction. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called The Black Mage? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will give this book uh, four out of five, because I still like the characters. The art translates well. And I do like the office, like, flu pandemic thing, and even how they turned it into, like, a zombie thing. Like, I thought that was kind of fun and funny. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And in light of the coronavirus event, like, that's cool, too. They predicted. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. The, what the do virus you give it, Lawrence? Uh, I, I'd give it a four out of five, too. I liked it. I liked it. And I thought, like, I mean, it's one of those things where... I, and don't get me wrong, I guess I have to make the caveat where I give it a 4 out of 5 as an Agretzico-like watcher. Because I feel like the 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 rating you would give it is different if you were familiar with the property versus this is your introduction to it. Because I, I, I do agree. Like I feel like because I've seen it and I'm a fan and I understand what's happening in this book it, on a different level, I give it a 4 out of 5. If I was not uh, familiar with the show, like I could totally see that going down by at least a point, maybe even more. What do you? Okay. Second. What do you give it? Um, I give it a two and a half out of five. Yeah. Like I liked it. I it just feels like there's not a lot of substance there, even though I did like it, and uh, definitely, yeah, like. I liked it. I have fun reading it, but it just doesn't feel like there's enough there. So, two point five, four and four. Sit at a fantastic forum. Say again, Mo. A three, uh, fantastic forum official score. Three out of five. about right. What was the official score for Birds of Prey? Two point five. Oh. So Agrets goes slightly better than Birds of Prey. Well, Lawrence brought the average down because he's a hater. Same movie, but with Disney at the beginning. Four point five. <laughs> oh yeah. Like when we see uh, Black Widow, it's gonna be the same shit. He's gonna give it a five out of five. I doubt it. I, I look. I can look at the preview of Black Widow. No, it's not five out of five. Lawrence would be praising the glitter grenades if it was Disney. No, I would not. You know what the funny thing is? Is that I like that as a concept. Like the concept of somebody having like the beanbag shotgun and it has like random beanbags or glitter and other stuff is great. And I remember thinking that while I was watching it, but it just doesn't fit for Harley Quinn. Like it doesn't make sense, especially Is that what in... she was using to fight the police? Yeah. Yeah, if she's fighting the police, then yeah, it doesn't make sense. If she's fighting Batman who doesn't use guns and shit. Right. Then yeah, that 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 fits. But, but even fight- then, it's like, I mean, she may or may not be trying to kill Batman, depending on what day of the week it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, but find the police is definitely like, especially considering like she was beaten the hell and, and like had no issue like maiming all types of other people. So it's just like, why would she all of a sudden be going easy on the police? And, and and at the end of the day, it's like it's just it's just a political thing, probably. It's like somebody at Warner Brothers is like, well, we don't want her to go in there and like kill police officers. They're like blue lives matter. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just like what? Like why would she not? Why would she care about killing police officers? You know, it's so funny because I like it's so weird like the way my mind works sometimes because I was just like there are points in the movie where she's like littering and I was just like, man, why wouldn't she just throw that in the trash? And I'm like, well, she's Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn wouldn't care about littering. 
And that made sense, right? But then, again, when we get to the police part, I was just like, oh, man. It's really funny because it was one of those things where, you know, she was like, basically, there's a point in the movie where she's like pining over the fact. Man, you really are a hater. How am I a hater? Like, she give a fuck about her littering? Well, no, no. But that's. I, that's the thing where I, it's not that I cared about it, it's that I noticed it and then I realized, it's like, well, no, Harley Quinn would litter because that's who she is as a character, right? But it's just one of those things where the same Harley Quinn that would litter is the same Harley Quinn that would kill police officers. And so that's what made it like stand out was it was it was the fact that she was using non-lethal weaponry on policemen that at the end was what stood out. I thought about the fact that she littered and I was just like, oh, that's not cool. But I'm like, no, but Harley Quinn would litter. And it's funny because it's like, um, what I was going to say is what she was littering is she was like, there's a point in the movie where she's like pining over um, a baking egg and cheese sandwich. And it's so funny because she's like talking about, like, oh, the guy that makes the best bacon, egg, cheese and sandwich in the city. And it's totally like, OK, like they live in Gotham, but this is New York, you know, like well, New York is referred to as Gotham, huh? New York is referred to as Gotham. Wh- who refers to New York as Gotham? Like people in general. When when people say people outside of the comic book community, Lawrence, I know you don't talk to a lot of people. They <laughs> Gotham is like a nickname for for New York, which is weird because in the movies that's usually Chicago. I, it, like I don't know anybody that yeah. calls New York Gotham. Oh well, then you're well, you're not a worldly person like myself. Mm. Uh, Burr in chat says, and then when she starts talking to the beaver, um, and then he goes, the real question is, would Harley jaywalk? Right, right. I don't know how we started talking about this again. Wikipedia refers to Gotham as a nickname for New York. Who does? Wikipedia. If it's on Wikipedia, you know it's real. I pay $4 a year to make sure it's real. (laughs) I've never heard that. That's interesting. I've heard it being like an analog, but not like a nickname like that, but... Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely people that have compared it. I've seen New York through Spawn's eyes, and I've seen Gotham through Batman's eyes. I know I don't want to go in the alley in <laughs> in New York more than I don't want to go through it in Gotham. <laughs> there it is. All right, should we do some news? Uh, let me get into this lock and key real quick. I know we're going to run a little late, but I got to oh. get off my chest because I, I can't. Uh, r- real quick, Lawrence, uh, book suggestion, Gotham, A History of New York City to 1898. So pick that up. <laughs> Educate. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> By Edwin Burroughs. Uh, what were you going to say, Larry, before you rudely interrupted? No, I was going to say, go go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, I- I'm tired of this Netflix, man. Oh, what does that mean? You're tired I, of Netflix. Every like comic book like property that they bring to to their streaming service and i know it's independent production companies like netflix don't control it but they're gonna have to like hire somebody to like kind of make a little sense of it you know what i mean like this lock and key came out and i'm like i'm excited like i like the comic and uh it's just one of those things where it's like okay it's a bunch of group of kids teenage kids and then like a five year six five six seven year old kid in a haunted type house after a tragedy and then the house has an actual you know there's books that tell you why the house does what it does and why the kids are stuck in it and why it's really not about these kids so you know they actually show you main dead bodies of kids and then they harry potter this shit they narnia this shit 
Or this shit should have been more like The Shining. What do you mean they Narnia or Harry Potter? Did? They made the kids like the powerful thing, like the powerful people. Where it's like, no, like the kids are on the defense. Like they're not, they're just trying to figure out how to pr- how to protect themselves. They're not trying to fight and take over. Like over here, they got control of all these keys and shit. The first arc, the first arc of the comic of Lock and Key, which they based this season on, you don't get the anywhere key till the very end. And then before that, you only get like the ghost key. And it's like, and nobody even believes that the kid's key works because everybody thinks, oh, he's just a dumb little kid. So he's over here having all these adventures and then confiding in this fucking demon because nobody listens to him. And then the demon has his whole family kids like try to get killed again. And then they start listening to him, but they don't even listen to him. They like, they accidentally go through that ghost door and you're like, oh shit, he was telling the truth in issue six. You know what I mean? And over here, it's like even the effect of the ghost key is like fucking retarded. Like it looks so, it's some Disney ass shit, man. So it just, it just looks bad. It's like homogenized and uh, cleaned up. Like, you know, they add all these extra characters to like prolong the season to give it some, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know why they add all these extra characters. Like, I don't like they don't even really show you a lot of the school stuff in the comic. But over here, all of a sudden, there's these whole story arcs with kids at school with these other kids, like making friends and shit. (laughs) Like the comic is about these people grieving. And right when they're starting to like they're not even grieving properly. And then they like all like get attempted murdered at the end again by the same dude that killed the dad. Like it, 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 it's yeah. Uh, they totally missed the mark on what the comic is, and then you know, and, you know, like I, October Faction too. Like, I don't, e- I didn't even read the comic like that. Like, I read it and then it's just forgettable. So I guess that's perfect because they could do whatever they want with October Faction. But October Faction itself, like, it just looks like a CW show where they just put adults instead of young high school people, and it just, it's just not good either. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I should just not like comics anymore. Because <laughs> like, I feel like I could enjoy these things better if I didn't. You know, well, like the people that enjoyed Harley Quinn. I mean, listen, I, I would say, like, you should like what you like. Like, if, if comics are what you like, you should like that. And if people adapt comics in ways that you don't like, then you shouldn't like them. Now, yeah. you know, if you're like, hey, well, I'd rather be watching TV than comics. Well, it, that, that's, that's a different thing. thing. Like that's the, that's the easier thing to do for me, especially now. Yeah, and which is listen, I wouldn't judge you. I wouldn't be like, oh man, like, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, I wouldn't judge you outside the fact that you do a show about comic books, so it's like you got to read some comics. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, like I'm, you know, like I know people that work in comic book stores that don't read comic books, and it's not because they hate them or anything. It's just that. Their interests, like they, you know, it's like anything else, right? You only have so much time, and where do you choose to spend it? And it's like if you don't, if you choose not to spend it reading comic books, how can I be mad at you? Because most most people feel that same way. It just turns out that we're we're the ones that don't feel that way. So you know, yeah. But and yeah, like, will it make the shows more enjoyable? Absolutely. But you know, I mean, t- technically, there's a way to probably enjoy both um they actually had to add a whole plot point to do what the comic did in like three panels uh in what shows are you, are you talking about right oh, there Lock and key like i'm really talking gotcha. about 
fucking key. October Faction, like, it looks terrible. Uh, the first three episodes were terrible. Like, I, I, like, you know, I don't even remember the comics, so I'm not, like, I'm not even, like, criticizing that, like, that much. But Lock and Key, like, in the comic, you know, there's a whole thing with the girl, the daughter, Kinsey, like, she's, like, she goes to her coach, her track coach or whatever, and says, like... You know, people are looking at the whole thing is like, you know, they move to this town and they're like, first of all, they change the name. They do these weird things that are like, OK, this is just like the comic, but it's not like the comics. So I was like, why even try to, like, make it like the comic here when you didn't hear? You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. In this respect or in general? No, in, in general. Not uh, no, Yeah, I haven't I haven't actually seen Lock and Key on Netflix uh, yet, so. So, uh, yeah, I, don't, I can't speak to it. You to remember it the comic at all? I do remember the comic, but I haven't seen the show. Okay. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I so I bother with the show, man. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna do it because. Ah, don't do it. You know, we're supposed to we're supposed to talk about it next week. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. All right. No. <laughs> no. Like. Right, let's go to the news. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it's like I, I I don't like I have no problem doing it. I just you know I just haven't done no, it yet. I just I wanted to talk about it so I don't have to ever watch it anymore. Or watch. <laughs> Or talk about it again. Oh, well then, yeah, you should you should wait then. Cause we'll talk about it next week, Mo. But then, uh, then I gotta have this all these feelings giving me cancer and shit. Oh, don't let it give you cancer, Mo. Oh, it's gonna, man. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's negative emotions and shit. Like, I feel like that that's the Moses Magnum me. quotable right there. It's gonna, man. Oh, it's and, gonna then the, and then under that it says Moses Magnum like, in reference to getting cancer from bad comic book television it's my passion for things that makes me want to live but it's also what's gonna kill me man i know that about me. i know that about me since i was a little kid yeah yeah so yeah so i, I don't know what to tell you man maybe uh, maybe maybe hold on right. so that you can your time and everybody's time no, no i thought you watched it no i haven't no i haven't watched it yet i was gonna watch it but you said we were doing it next week yeah so yeah so so should we do some news then uh yeah okay <laughs> okay yeah. comic book news we should have a like uh comic book like Kurt, uh, <laughs> well not, not like that but like All right. Uh, what's first up? Don't everyone speak at once. Oh, uh, do the heavy metal minute too. Oh, um, wait. Are we doing news or metal? Should nah, we do that first? Nah, we'll just we'll tack it on at the end. You'll have to if you listen here, waiting for the heavy metal minute, you're gonna have to download the episode. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> ching Wait, where's my cat? So, so the creator of My Hero Academia. Is uh, in trouble again, I guess. For what? Uh, well, basically, a bunch of SJWs didn't like the name of one of the characters because they thought it was a reference to like the secret group that did a whole bunch of despicable, horrific war crimes in uh, World War Two. What group? Uh, the Seven Thirty One. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, um, it's not a widely spread thing, like. Japan has been pretty hush hush about all the shit they did because it's horrific. It's a Japanese group? Yeah. Okay. And so he says he didn't really know about them, that the naming was just a coincidence. And so he changed the name and it happens to reference another group that did despicable war crimes and, well, not war crimes, but like inhuman uh, experimentation. 
What did he change it to? Um, uh, it's like Kyuta. I don't have the exact. Um, it's, an, it's another name Japanese, in front of me. It's another Japanese group that did war crimes. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute now. I mean, so wait. I mean, at what point? Like, we're supposed to believe that was just an accident or just coincidence? Yes. What? How do you feel about it, Jay? Is that a coincidence? You think? Uh, he, uh it's not a coincidence. <laughs> um, he's doing it on purpose. Well, why? He can explain. Because naming a bad person after a bad thing, it makes sense. It's like Robo Hitler. Yeah. You use it to, like, when you hear Robo Hitler, you know he's a robot and he's a bad guy. Because Hitler was a bad guy. Now, saying you can't name him Robo Hitler because Hitler did a bunch of evil stuff, well, yes, that's what I'm trying to convey. Oh, yeah. and that's what he's trying to convey. And he... Says it's a coincidence because you know he doesn't want people mad at him. But I mean, how do you accidentally do that shit twice? And see, right. that's the problem with Japanese. Like he doesn't want people mad at him. Like if he was American, he'd be like, "Fuck him." That's not it's- true. And it's interesting no, if he because was- yeah. the name, and I, I still don't have it in in front of me because I'm terrible at post uh, pre production. I apologize. But he. You know how different characters mean different things. And so the doctor is like round and bald. And he took like those characters for those things and put them together. And it just happens to spell out the serific group that like did inhuman experimentation on people. So he's also claiming this was a coincidence. But and I he's guess- showing his math this time. <laughs> But I guess what I'm trying to figure out is this, is if you're going to decide to change the name because of this public outcry, and then you choose to change it to something different, but that basically has the same kind of thing, then it's like, you can't be mad at people for, for like... Well, he's not mad. Thinking, well, well, I mean... Yeah, it's I'm not more that, mad than he is. Yeah, he's like, he's just... He's going well, to keep... He's going to keep trailing... People for being like you're trolling us because that's what they're doing. But here's the thing: like, it's important that artists can do things like this. Like, I agree with you because you can't hide from your history. You did fucked up shit. That's every country, you know, has their fucked up shit, and you can't pretend it didn't happen. And I agree. You're seeing it through art, unless you're I, American. <laughs> well, look, they try, but it doesn't happen. Right. I keep telling people Kobe did this. You know? Hey, I, I'm with you on that too. Yeah. You but know? what I'm saying to you is this though, is if that's how you feel about it, then just stick to your guns and stay with the name you picked in the beginning. Well, that's what and, I'm saying. Like if he was American, he'd do that. <laughs> well, but, but yeah. I don't think so. Because Americans change things all the time. Yeah, but not really. I mean, listen, Archer changed the name of the group from ISIS, right? Yeah. Even though they predated that. Yeah. Friggin' They changed the name of the friggin' Age of Apocalypse character from Holocaust to Nemesis, right? Yeah. It, it's like that's because stupid. People, yeah, that's people, stupid too. Well, I mean, I, look. Well, I, I wish they would have had the balls that Todoroki had and named it from Holocaust to like Auschwitz. See, but th- that's wrong. Like, you're just antagonizing people at that point. Fuck them. They need to be antagonized. They need to be angry about their history. No, but but here's the thing. There's no need to double anger people oh yeah if you're like if, if if you're like hey this character's named holocaust because he's terrible like the holocaust then just stick with that and that's fine like i would have no problem with an artist saying i'm standing by my artistic decision but if you're like oh holocaust is is offensive 
Got it. I'll change the name. And then you change it to Auschwitz. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's messed up. Like, that's literally antagonizing people yeah. just they because. Antagonize. And that's not right. No, it is right. Because, they need to, they need because there's nothing wrong with recognizing people's pain. And it's, it's like. pain. Huh? It's not their pain. It is their pain. They didn't go through it. Well, well, some of them did. It's not like not the people that are mad at Todoroki. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. How do you know? I know because they'd have to be like a hundred years old. Well, but it's the same way. Like literally, I think the last Holocaust survivor died like literally le- the end of last year. Right. So that's the guy that. So you're saying there. no one has the right to complain. And, and one, no, one person was offended no one, by Age of Apocalypse. But, but here's the thing. Like, I don't think there's anything That's what it sounds like. Well, no, I'm saying just because you didn't go through it yourself doesn't mean that you can't sympathize in a strong way. Like, if that was your your father or your grandfather, it's like there's not you can't be like, oh, well, you you're too far removed to be, you know, feeling the effects of that. I see. I'm offended every day. I see crucifixes. I see, you know, I see people like loving jesus to me like i see black people loving jesus and saying hallelujah i'm like you know that's the slavers god like you didn't believe like your ancestors didn't believe in that like i'm offended and i'm angry yeah but but you're way further removed from that so so are they like i'm i'm not really because my you know my ancestors in mexico were raped and pillaged by the spaniards and and force fucked christianity okay perfectly fine having human sacrifices until you know the spaniards came (laughs) Oh, oh, I gotta look. Say, I, I gotta look at, at at people doing the sign of the cross and and, and wearing crucifixes. All, all I'm talking. Like, about, I gotta be okay with that. All I'm talking about is not adding insult to injury. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Don't wound. let. Don't. I'm not saying no one can be hurt because we live in a real world, and the fact is, people are gonna be hurt. But it's one thing to be like, I named it that, and that was a choice I made, and I'm sorry it offends you, but I want to stick with it because. I made that choice for a reason. That's one thing. It's another thing to be like, oh, you don't like that name? Okay, got it. I'm going to change it to something else. And then you change it to something that's basically different, but the same thing. It's like, well, now you're just being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, you Look, can't. He could be president. And, that, and that's, that's all I'm saying. You can't change you the character's name. Don't be an asshole about it. It's like, if you want to stand by your creative decision, then stand by it. Right. If you have nope. a character named Holocaust and that's offensive, then and you're going to change it. Like I don't think you should change it if that was your your vision. But if right. you say you're going to change it, you change it to like Bob or something like that. You don't change right. it to Auschwitz. Right. Exactly. And that's all I'm saying. Exactly. That's that's exactly the point I'm like, making. I don't think right. he, he should have changed you're it happy to with begin with. You're not having balls. Huh? You're happy with them not having balls. No, no, I'm not. No, no. because neither one what? of us, would, we would prefer that he not change it originally. Yeah. But if you're going to change it, don't be a little bitch about it. Exactly. Like, that's what all I'm saying. Like, I personally think the name Holocaust is amazing, and that character is great. I love that character. Now, at the same time, when, you know, people, when, when I hear people from the, the Jewish community saying, like, hey, you know, I don't think we should have a character named Holocaust. I get it. I, you know, I, I get, I understand why they feel that way. And, you know. It's like, like if I was gonna change it, it's like I wouldn't have changed it to Nemesis. I probably would have changed it to something like Genocide. And it's like it has the same effect, but it's not specific to any but, one but group it of people. But a wider group of people. Well, it doesn't offend a wider group of people. It's, it's How do you general. Know? Yeah. 
as opposed real quick, to specific. Mm-hmm. Real quick, in chat, uh, Hex says, but if these groups aren't widely referenced in history, especially in Japan, isn't it possible it might be coincidental? Not saying it is, but just saying, isn't it possible? Yes, it's possible, just not very likely. Like, it's hard to do it twice. Yeah, the first time, but, maybe. <laughs> but they're Japanese groups. Yeah, but they don't talk about their history. Like, they, they don't, no, just like us. Like, huh? Wait, say again? But this guy knows. You don't stumble upon two uh, war crime type groups from Japan coincidentally. Well, it's funny because I actually one time accidentally named one of my dogs Mangala. I don't believe that was an accident. <laughs> Listen, hey. Like, unless you were going to name it Manga and you misspelled it because you were fucked up or something. Listen, it's not like you can come, ac- you can come across Mangala accidentally. What we're talking about is it was you're a like, Oh, it, it's, it's like your dog's name Mangala, and someone's like, oh, that's offensive. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll change the name. And then you change it to Himmler. And it's like, wait a minute now. This guy knows what he's doing. Like, he, he took it from, from one Nazi war criminal to the next Nazi war criminal. <laughs> Man, here, here I was getting ready to talk about Joker's girlfriend, and you guys are all getting all deep and shit. And yeah, we got time to kill. Oh, damn it. Larry, uh, I mean, Hex says, uh, how do you know what he knows, Mayor? Oh, I know. Listen. Do you know the dead tribes that lives that lives in SoCal shit before co- colonizers came? I think like, I'm, I'm very dark. Yeah. And who knows who knows what lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. So, so there's, yeah, there's there's Shumash and Blackfoot here. That's you're just the, naming casinos. No, but that that's the people that were here. <laughs> I know. That's so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Uh so Birds of Prey was so bad that the Joker got a new girlfriend. I heard about that P- punchline, right? Punchline, yeah. I'll post a picture of her. I think it's an upgrade, personally. Yeah. Look, he became the guy with the Asian girlfriend at the comic convention. Wow. <laughs> and he's I don't like late. it. Wait, why is that punchline? I don't know. I haven't read the book. I just read the story. No. You know what was the messed up part about Birds of Prey 2 was that they don't even use the Leto version of Joker. I feel bad for Leto. Well, like, oh, that's awesome. That version of Leto, I mean, that version of Joker... Is terrible, but what I'm talking about, like, like people are already at the point where they've like erased it. Yeah, like, well, that's that's they the talk Snyder about, cut. They cause... talk about different versions of Joker at this point, and they go from Nicholson to Ledger to Joaquin Phoenix, Have and you... they just skip over him. And I'm like, wow, that's that, not even right. That's why you Have need you to advocate the... for the Snyder cut because we posted video of them actually shooting scenes where, like, he's throwing her shit out the window. Yeah, Ugh. it's just it's just like. And I'm not saying that, you know, obviously, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of the Ledger version of Joker. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the uh, Leto version Did you of see Joker. The, the memes? I haven't seen the memes, no, There's but. Memes where it's like, thank you for bringing the Joker to life in such a beautiful way. But they'll do like a word for each picture and they'll have like Mark Hamill, Cesar Romero, like all the different Jokers. Oh, uh, is that one of those not you in the middle? Yeah. yeah. And then where Leto says not you, though. Oh, that's messed up. Hey, it was a piece of shit Joker. No, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. What I'm saying so what is, what did they use here? Huh? What did they use here? In in they use like basically like a a version that's almost like a, a cross between like animated version Joker and well, uh, see, and, okay, and hold on, you're not explaining it. Right. Joaquin Phoenix Joker. You're not explaining it right. When, when they reference the breakup, they, when they reference the breakup, they don't show the that Joker. They they just show her getting thrown out of the house, 
And then after that, it's all like artistic versions of the Joker. Like she draws, she draws the Joker to use as a as a target for for knives or darts or whatever. And then there's a little cartoon sequence that it looks like the Joker from the Harley Quinn cartoon at that point. That was something else that was weird. It's like the Joker is supposed to be like a huge deal, but Cassandra Kane has no idea who he is. Well, but she's young. So, no, no, the Joker is huge. Like she knew Harley. How does she not know Joker? Well, because she's in the roller derby. But also, too, though, I mean, you've met young people but, uh, that have no idea who people that you feel like they should know are. But if the Joker is active, like. It's not about active. It's like, it's about circles. I, I don't think it's. I don't know. The Joker must be doing small time shit if he's not. Yeah, it's just, it seems odd to me. Like, what is the Joker doing? Like, why are his schemes so. Like, I'm used to Joker having big schemes, like flooding football arenas with toxic gas. Dude, you're, you're talking... Like something... What? I'm saying you're talking about a movie where I think maybe Batman gets mentioned one time, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it seems odd that it's the not Joker like... is a huge deal and it's... this kid has no idea who he is. It's, it's not like... I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know... Like, she doesn't talk about Batman at all. And I think the only person that mentions Batman throughout the whole movie is Harley Quinn in a vo- voiceover. Just it's one me- of those things where it's just, just like, to you know, you would she was think- arrested. Huh? Just to mention that she was arrested. Like that's- Okay. There you go. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not to say that the movie needs to be about Batman, but you would think he would get mentioned. Like, the police, no one on the police department mentions Batman throughout the whole movie. It's also not... Like, it just seems odd to me still. It's not even the main precinct. She doesn't know who the Joker is. Gordon's nowhere around. Right, exactly. Now, you know. I mean, but again, Gordon is the chief of police. It's like, if you go to the... Like, the chief doesn't hang out at precincts. So the so it's like, the, the guy the, the guy in the movie, he was just, what, like a captain? No, I think he's the, I think he's the chief of that precinct, right? But okay. not the and overall... Gordon's chief. the commissioner, so he's all of Gotham, this guy has just like that little right. apartment. Like that, like, right, like, exactly. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, right. Co- Gordon is the commissioner. He's the chief of that particular, like, precinct, as opposed to the commissioner that's over all the precincts. Trying to get you to add half a point to this movie. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't get me to raise my score. It's like, the joint's terrible. You know it. You've Speaking it. of Snyder cuts, uh, <laughs> Snyder and Capullo announced their next co- collab. A sequel to uh, Dark Knight's Metal called oh, wow. Death Metal. What? And Mo actually posted a picture of, from this on the Instagram of, of Batman riding, like, basically Ghost Rider's motorcycle, it looked like. Yeah. The art just looked good. I didn't know it was for that until the announcement. But he just posted that, and I reposted it. And just the art looks so good, but I don't know. Well, Capullo. I mean, it's Capullo. Yeah, Capullo I mean, draws great. Yeah. So, yeah. But... I, Dark Knight's Metal was was interesting. I'll read this. It, it seems like they're, it, according to what I've read about this, they're going to canonize uh, Doomsday Clock, which I thought would be like a side story. But, hey, it's going to be main canon. One day we'll talk about it, I think. I assume. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I thought Doomsday Clock was canon already. It just came out late. You never know these days. Like, shit no, no, just I mean, happens sometimes. Like, literally the... The Doomsday Clock was getting spoiled by comics that were coming out on time. Eh, maybe. I'm busy reading porn over here. 
<laughs> One page at a time. Word. Have you seen the covers for um, Strange Academy number one? Yeah, I actually read a preview. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of the X books had like a, a five or seven page preview at the end of it. But the covers look so good. No, the, look, the covers look great. The story that I read, you know, with that five to seven pages of book was great, too. So I'm I'm interested. I'm, de- I'm going to read it. Edgar Delgado posted a uh, he's a colorist and he posted a, one of the variant covers. Mm hmm. It just looks awesome. So oh, there's a, a poster for the Snyder Cut posting that in chat. It's actually Boss Logic, which I, I really, I, I don't know what the fuck that dude does as a job. Because every time I hear he's, his name, it's it's some random, it's like fan art that he does, but it's not like he sells it either. He, like, he an, probably just like, monetizes his social media. Well, I don't know. Oh, he's, shit, a, that's he's not even the a, full poster. Like a concept artist for film. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I apologize. That's not the full image here. I, I'll post it. Because the full image is actually pretty good. I mean, he's a talented dude. I'm going to give him credit for that. And this is like a pretty cool cool poster. I wish I wish this is the poster we would have seen when the movie was coming out. Like, that poster. Who is that in the back? That's Doomsday. Doomsday. How do you not recognize Doomsday? That That's not what Doomsday looks like. It, from behind? N- no. So you don't that's know. Snyder Doomsday. Like you got to give that caveat. Like we already know nobody's gonna look like how they're gonna look because it's Snyder. Like we know. Is that what? Do- like we saw Doomsday in the movie, right? No, no. We that's saw, not what we saw. His Omega symbol at, at best, yeah. and that wasn't even in the Justice League movie. That was in that the Batman. Oh, you you yeah. all are talking about Dark Side. Oh, did I say Doomsday? What the fuck? Yeah, you all, you both said Doomsday. I've been drinking heavily. My bad. That, yeah, Doomsday. I mean, no, no. See, I said Doomsday again. Oh my yeah. God, my brain's dark broken. Side. Dark side. Okay. Apologies. Yeah. Dark okay. side. I, I apologize. I can to you. see that as dark side more so. It, it doesn't look like dark side either, but it's definitely not Doomsday. It, yeah, but there is dark side. Okay. Why would I say Doomsday? That's not even the right look, movie. Not only did you all say Doomsday, but y'all were doubling down. You're like, we're right because we said it. <laughs> Heck says that's dark side fool. The yeah. head, the head is different. Fools. We have a one twenty IQ combined. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I I can see that's dark side, even though, but that doesn't look like dark side either. It looks more like dark side than the doomsday, though. Obviously, it looks. But like I'm just saying, like, dark side. if you all, yeah, yeah, like, okay, okay, huh? That's interesting. I want this. I don't, like, I, like, I, it's it's hard, man, just because. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's like you know, man. I want I want my heroes to look like what they look like in the books, and I I, I know that Darkseid has gone through a number of of redesigns in the comics, but none of them look like this guy. Like, why is he all grayscale? By the way, have we at any point since the movie was announced heard that Martian Manhunter would be anywhere near it? Like, why no. is he in this near poster in, in this in the Justice League Snyder movie? Like, why is he in this poster? I don't get that. I don't remember ever hearing him. <laughs> Green Lantern, I remember hearing as a rumor. But but it's just fan art. It's his Snyder fan art. It's not like an official poster. Right, but it's supposed I mean, it, to be for the Snyder Cut. No, I, it's just him. Like He wrote yeah. Snyder Cut on the poster. Yeah, but th- that's like me saying, like, I'll show some stupid shit and be like, oh, it's Snyder Cut. And by like, the way, that's the Supergirl fucking <laughs> Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I mean... 
Like, he just pastes shit together and recolors it. Like, I, hate, I hate Boss Logic. I really I'm do. telling you, like, he's not, like, he, he does good stuff, but not, like, he's not, like, great. No, nah, he knows Photoshop. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Like, I, w- I mean, I wish I knew Photoshop like that. I just know how to make things into stencil and bad stencil. Dude, now I hate this. I don't know why I posted this. I apologize. You've <laughs> <laughs> been drinking. I have. It's been a while, too, so my tolerance is gone. So you lost, like, 20 pounds, huh? I, I wish. I love donuts. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, let's see here. Agretzko sold out. Really? Yeah, at comic shops. Like, they're back ordering. Oh, okay. Uh, shows what we know. No, I heard about that. They're on their second printing. I mean, I think we gave it good reviews, Mo. You were the only one that didn't. No, I gave it a good review. Joe, don't give it that. <laughs> Would you guys uh, think less of me if I bought a Funko Pop? No. No. What are you talking about? What, what are you no. trying? I, I just I, I've been avoiding buying those fucking things, but every time every week when I go to the comic book shop, there's that Booster Gold Blue Beetle Funko just staring at me I on sale. Oz, like I did a whole like rant or not rant, but a whole like segment of how happy I was that they did friggin' x-men original funko pops like you don't remember that yeah but you didn't buy them i have two sets i have a cam and mitch funko pop dual set i think when i was talking about it i was talking about my pre-order oz it's not that i didn't buy it i bought it twice and before that i have i have a voltron legendary defender it's just getting harder and harder for me to convince myself to not just fucking buy it because it's it's the only one you buy as long as you're buying pops that you like, that's all there is to it. Like I don't even don't like just... it. It's just you know how difficult it is to buy a Booster Gold like thing. Right. No, it's like you're a big fan of Booster Gold. Why would you not get the Booster Gold pop? I have a Sofia Vergara one. Is that true? No. <laughs> oh. I was gonna Sofia Vergara like that. I'm gonna get it. Like well, because it's a whatchamacallit. I'm Emily. Um, Do... It's what it's a modern family set. Do I do they I leave it in the package or do I open it? For Modern Family? I'm sorry, say that again, Larry. They have a whole set of pops for Modern Family. Yeah. So I bought the two dudes, like the dudes that are married, Mitch and Cam. Yeah. They came in a two pack, a Target exclusive. So I bought that. <laughs> do you like Modern Family that much? Oh, I love Modern Family, dude. Oh, there you that go. That shit's great. Even, that's a great show. I agree. Even this last season, that's not that good. It's still funny as hell. I believe that. And then, um, but the, the, <laughs> man, I, somebody put a chat, the, the cam pop, cause he's like super like flamboyant gay, like yeah. even in a flamboyant gay pose. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did have to talk myself into buying it cause it's $16 and I don't like buying things for myself. So, but yeah. I buy them for you. Who are you going to buy them for? Look, I don't know. But yeah, so I, I bought it eventually. Had one left at Target and I bought it. Let's see here. I'm gonna see. Cam. I'm Funko. posting it in. I'm posting it in chat. Well, the whole set, I guess. Okay. So while we're waiting, uh, it looks like they're bringing X Factor back. The comic, huh? Yay. <laughs> Which, you know, I previously I was talking about how there are too many uh, Marvel X Men books, and I think I still feel that way, even though some of them are ending. So that's. That's good. I didn't realize that, uh, you know, some of the initial wave were like limited series. So it's like, or at least I'll say this. I don't know that they were a limited series when they launched, but they're ending them now. So that's that's fair. Or some of them. 
But X Factor is coming out in April, and the team is going to be um, North Star, Polaris, Prodigy, iBoy, Daken, Prestige, and Aurora. So that's an interesting team. It'll probably be in. Wait, which ones in- are ending? Um. Fallen Angels ended, and uh, I think uh, what's the other book? I have an excellent question for you after this. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely answer it. It's Fallen Angels, and then what's the other? There's the other like book that feels like a little bit random too, but Marauders? No, no, Marauders is gonna stick around. Marauders, X Men, New Mutants, um, those books are all sticking around definitely, and you know they're like. Any minute or any day now, Wolverine will come out. Uh, X Factor is going to come out. There's something else coming out that I can't remember off the top. But um, is Excalibur think, the one that's going away? You know, Excalibur may, but I haven't seen that officially yet. Excalibur may though. I feel like I think it is Excalibur. Okay. Yeah, yeah but we'll see. <coughs> what were you going to say, so, uh, uh, Lawrence? Did, did no. you oh, read? Uh, did Go you read it. the, uh, I guess, I forget what it's called, but it's like Fantastic Four plus X-Men? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is is uh, Invisible Woman always been that bitchy, or is that just a Chip Zdarsky thing? No, it's definitely yeah a Chip Zdarsky thing. Like, like, it, that, that was a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, it's out like, of character. Yeah, like she she's having a conversation in, with, with the X-Men and just puts Magneto in a bubble. For, right, right. For like she, random she totally and, like escalates, and it's like, it's... It's kind of like it's out of pocket. Okay, like, yeah, it, it felt weird to me, but like I don't read Fantastic Four like that, so I wasn't sure. Like maybe that's a thing. Also, it's just a Darsky thing too. Like he killed Hammerhead. Mm. Also, like, Adam killed with a head injury. Wasn't it? Wasn't Franklin Richards blonde? Yeah, he he, he dyed his hair. Is there, is there a book where he does that? Because because then I saw that there's a, a flashback panel. We're like, oh, yeah, he does have blonde hair still, but now he's got, like, black hair. Okay. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. He didn't dye it. I think he technically, like, Will like another re- 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 reality altered his hair to that color. But, yeah, I think it happened. Um, he rearranged his protein bonds. Right. No, really. Like, he did do something like that. I, I think it happened in, um, oh, damn it. What book was it? I, 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 I'm having a hard time remember because it wasn't in an actual Fantastic Forum book. Fan, I'm sorry, Fantastic <laughs> Four book. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't an actual Fantastic Four book. It was like after after uh, Secret Wars, but before their book came back. And it was in one of those books. I can't remember which one or a limited series or something. And I, he did it then when the Fantastic Four was like out going about, if I'm not mistaken, like, you know, like basically reseeding the universe. OK, well, I don't read, I don't need to read any more books. One is. <laughs> I mean, I think that that book, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure that that's going to be what, like, one of four. Is that going to replace of... the Excalibur or whatever, whichever one's going away? You think? Say again. Is that going to replace one of the ones going oh, away? No, no, it's it's a limited series as well. It's not it's not going to stick around. I mean, the the whole idea of it is about you know them dealing with the idea of Franklin Richards' um, role in the mutant society. So also, Kitty Pride can fly. She doesn't fly, she floats. Like she's, she's going fly- through the air. She's flying in this book. No, she's going through the air. Yeah, she, she, yeah it's like, she's she's like, I mean, she can phase. It, it's not air. floating if you can take someone with you, is it? Like, at that point, you're flying. Well, it's just I mean, and that can hold the person. It, it's not like, like say, for instance, like, she couldn't, like, say, if she wanted to go off, off into space, 
She couldn't do that. Okay. And why can she not go through a Krakoa portal? No one knows yet. That's like one of those mysteries. Okay. So then this book is going straight in the garbage and I'm done. Why is it going in the garbage? Because it like there, there's no like if something's happening that's weird to me, I want to know where that happened. Like what, if they tell me she can't go through these portals, I want to know, okay, what story did that happen in? Maybe I'll pick it up and find out, but at least I, I know it's there. You know, well, you're, but like like you're it, telling me you're telling me there's a story where he changes his hair color. Okay, that's cool. You're telling me uh, Invisible Woman being that big of a bitch is a Chip Zdarsky doesn't know how to write women thing. Okay, I can accept that. Oh, Chip Zdarsky doesn't know how to write. Oh, jeez. You know, I I can't disagree with that, and the art is isn't helping this book either. Oh, I like the art. No, Chip Zdarsky. I mean, he tried writing Spider-Man. Like, he's the guy that used to draw sex criminals. And if yeah. he sex criminals, it's like, yeah, he can kind of draw, you know? Uh, it's Chip Zdarsky wow. didn't draw this. It's Dodson. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm just saying, like, he, he was a start off as an art, a, a artist in comics, and he moved over to writing. Everything he writes is, like, doesn't doesn't make any waves, doesn't do anything. And then everything, any changes he does or, or tries to go with, like, they, they don't have impact, like... Okay, if, you're if, gonna have, you're gonna have a, a nice pleasant um, Stepford wife invisible woman in like five issues. Okay, well if this is a four issue thing, then I might get the next one and see if it keeps my interest. But this is probably about as much review as we're gonna do for this book. So so, so Marauders is the book that features Kitty Pride, what, which you know at this point she's, she's going by uh, Kate or Catherine either one but that's the book where it's like she can't go through the portals for the Krakoa portals no one knows why yet they're trying to figure it out so she literally like that's why she's that's the main reason why she's on the boat because the only way for her to get to and from Krakoa is by boat because she can't go through the portals okay well when they answer that question you let me know (laughs) I I will do it Oz I I might I might pick up the, the next issue you say it's only like four so I might stay on it, but I'm not. It, I, this might be like two might be the last one I get for this. Hey, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, you know, I mean, I personally like I mean, I, I enjoyed the first issue. But at the same time, obviously, like I'm enjoying just about everything with X-Men in it at this point. So, yeah. So I, I can recognize that bias. Okay. Um, I'm Real quick. I'm looking at the, the post in the chat with the. Modern Family figures with the pops. Is that the son? The first pop? No, that's Dumpy. That's Phil. Oh, the the husband. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, it's only the adults. They didn't do the kids. Phil and Cam look like the same one with different color hair. Like, why are you saying that? Like, that's not every pop. <laughs> this is why. Not- this is why I don't buy fucking pops. This is why I'm so <laughs> angry. Like, you realize, like, every pop's face is the same pop face. They just change, like, features, right? It's not. Most of them. No. This is like, makes me all so those, angry. If you look at those, all those heads are the same head with different hairstyles and accessories. The eyes are shaped different. You just don't know. Not really. No, The eyebrows, maybe, not the eyes. Just don't know it. There's space. Nah, I'm, I'm looking at it. It's like, which, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's. That's what makes pops pops. Like, that's why everybody copied it, right? Because it's like, yeah, like we can have the same mold, well, and they, then just like not. It's not they copied Japanese shit. Like, it's not like they're original either. You know? Oh, see, look, pops are messing around, not not recognizing yeah. the source material. It's just chibi. That's all it is. See, but I, you know, like I feel like 
you know, Chibi and SD stuff has more features, though. Like, yeah, they, they definitely have... Ethic. Like, say again? That's a Japanese work ethic. Yeah, well, that... Yeah, like, it's like, something can be... Like, like, Chibi and SD are more like a scale, as opposed to, like, a thing where it's like, okay, well, they all look the same. Because they, they don't all look the same, they're just in that scale but pops are like you know like all they're doing is changing like certain aspects like look just like how you said oh okay well this guy is like you know the the dude has the more flamboyant pose it's like okay like that's what they changed (laughs) you know the body but that's because that's what they're at the point now where they can do that like when they started all you were talking about was like basically people all in the same pose you just change their costume colors. All right, you got no more news. Should we do final thoughts? Yeah, is there anything that we're like anything big that we need to make sure we mention? Uh, there's a rumor that Rose and Thorn will be the on HBO Max. Rose and Thorn? Yeah. What is that? It, it's Rose and Thorn are comic book characters on DC. Who are they? They're Rose and Thorn. Like they're like stepsisters. Oh wait, Rose is what you call his daughter? No, that's Ro- not. That's no. not the name of of Watchmen's daughter. Um, Death Deathstroke. No, it's it's this chick that has a split personality. Oh, it's and one person that's Thor- Rose yeah. and Thorn. So Thorn is like her bad side, and Rose is the good side. What's the name of Deathstroke's daughter? Ravager. Ro- well, it's Rose, but Rose Wilson. Yeah. Well, well, why are we all talking I to me think, like I'm crazy then? I think Cause Rose Canton. If her name had is a, Rose, then why are we talking like her name's not Rose? Something had a version of. Well, it was a different character, but it's kind of that that Rosenthorn thing where it's a yes yeah, split personality and one takes over. Yeah, like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, but there's no like actual physical change other than like hair and makeup. <laughs> well, in Got the newer it. series, she's like goth, like Thorn is goth, and the other one's like a Catholic schoolgirl. Got it. But yeah, that's supposed to be the first DC film based on D- on the first HBO Max film based on. DC Comics for HBO Max. Oh, gotcha. That's a rumor. I don't. I don't know who that character. I've never heard of them at all. Who, what book are they usually in? Rose and Thorn. Oh, they have. Rose and Thorn has their own book. Yeah. Well, they've had in the past. Yeah. In the distant past or the recent past? Uh, well, they it goes back to like the golden age, but yeah. Jeez. They they've had them like throughout the decades. Okay. I think the newer one was drawn by like. One of those artists that looks like like uh, Adam Hughes or like a uh, Terry Dodson type. Okay, and they got an IRS pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hake talked about having it. That's crazy. It that, comes in a two pack with Ted DiBiase. That's pretty awesome. There's there's Thorn. Oh, it's just Moose the same. Huh. Yes, Mo. It's the same head. Oh. It's just, just the same head. One has illustrious hair. It just has. And the, the other one is IRS. Yeah, one has millionaire hair, and the other is like an uh, anti-Semitic trope. IRS is an anti-Semitic trope. I know. <laughs> Look, I could do good with my sixty IQ, Larry. Wait, was <laughs> I? Wait, was he? Was he supposed to be Jewish? Yeah, his last name was Scheister. Yeah, Erwin er- S. Scheister. I never made that connection. Yeah, that's because you're not racist enough. Oh, I'm sorry, Erwin er- R. Scheister. Right, because it's IRS. Yes, that I remember. I thought okay. No, well, the name Scheister is like. Uh, a slur in itself. It's a slur for Jews. Right. <laughs> See, I didn't know it was specifically for Jews. I just knew it was for like stingy people. Well, yeah, that. that's how. That's how you know. It's. <laughs> it's like gypsy. It's progressive. 
<laughs> gypsy's a slur for Egyptian. You know, it's no for. Wait, gypsy's for, not a for Egyptian. No, no, because gypsies are like uh, <clears throat> gypsies are the Romani people. I I understand that, but the but... gypsy itself, the name gypsy, isn't necessarily a slur, but the gypped is a slur. Well, bo- uh, both of them are slurs. Holy cow! That's a slur too, Larry. I mean, Joe. Holy cow! Only to yeah. Indians. That's a slur to Indian people. <laughs> Got not feather. Yeah, Rose is the mother of Jade and Obsidian. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Obsidian is Alan Scott's daughter, son, right? Or am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, well, they're twins. Yeah, Jade and Obsidian are twins. Uh, Rose married Alan Scott, and then there was a fire in their cabin, and she ran away. I know Rose and Thorn is an old DC character. I didn't because I before I ever even read anything any any of the books, which I don't think I still even have any of the Rose, Rose and Thorn books. I played the the DC trading card game, and there was a Rose and Thorn card, and that's yeah. where. And and this, I mean, this is like fifteen years ago. This is an old character. I love how you said that, Oz. Like fifteen years ago is old in comic book terms. Well, it's old in the people listening to us term. It's I'm old like, us term. 15 years ago? Listen, what character do you know That's that was That's older than that... half our audience, Lawrence. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, 15 years ago is 2005. Yeah, it was a different world. <laughs> it was a different world. Well, the, you know what? And I'm actually thinking of the late 90s, so I'm going to go with right. 20 now. <laughs> right. You That's made me I'm feel saying. older than I did when I said the comment. That's what I'm telling you. I'm like, you talk about 15 years <coughs> ago, like you're out the 2000s. You're not out the 2000s. You're in mid-2000s. Why do you make me feel so old, Larry? <laughs> it's like, like, I'm not like, what's the best comic book character that got made after 2005? Gravity. Gravity? Wait, hold on. What? Gravity like the force? <laughs> that that's that's nineties? <laughs> what are we talking about? I, listen. I was reading like, chat, I'm sorry, I, I got distracted. I li- listen, I'm sitting here myself like I'm like, which gravity is Mo talking about? You know. I I don't. From I'm the like, new allies, right? Yeah. Or the young allies. Allies. Oh good, because I thought like a fundamental force of, of nature. Young, young no. allies, gravity. That's uh, what? Wait, no. What, what, which gravity is that again? That's the dude that has the like, you know, he has the the head like scarf, like Racer X type, with the goggles, and then he has a symbol that's like an X, but it's actually four arrows pointing inward. Like that's his logo. Oh, I know who you're talking about. No, that no. That is that the right. best? Is that the best we can do? That guy's dope, man. Who who talks about gravity? Nobody. That's because they haven't used them to its full potential, which I'm happy because otherwise they're going to ruin it in the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this fucking costume design is tight. No, I mean, I, like... I, Character like, Young Allies was actually good. I remember, like, he was what I liked about that book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, that was, like, that was one of the, the alternate... Was that one of the alternate... The, like, the alter egos? And for, it became an actual person? For who? For, uh, for Peter Parker? Oh, maybe. Oh, was that, like, after that? No, I don't think that was one of them, but I'll double check. I posted yeah, a picture I, of Gravity. I don't know, man. I'm not sure... I'm not sure gravity... Like, there has to be somebody bigger and better than gravity, right? I mean... You're just saying that because you hated the Young Allies. Yeah. Listen, I can't hate the Young Allies. I barely remember them. Yeah, you still... That's called hatred. It's not. That's called indifference. 
However you want to classify your hate. No, no, like, listen, to hate, I have to care, right? No. I think so. Like, like there's, look, that's like, what, what is it? Uh, oh, I, damn it. I feel like that was like a, a Mad Men thing where dude was like, you know, when I think about you, I such and such, like I cringe or whatever. And he's like, I don't think about you at all. It's like, that's not hate. That's like, you're not even, you're not even on my radar. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like that's when he talked to his brother, huh? Something like that. I don't, I don't even remember. That was a good episode. I know, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's like I'm like, no, I don't think I don't think about gravity when I talk when I think about new comic book characters. Like gravity's not even young allies. I'm like, listen, I'm assuming gravity's a young ally. I can't name you another one. I don't know who they are. Well, Aranya, Nomad. Oh, oh, I remember. Like. And female, what? female nomad. Yeah, and then who was the other one? Yeah, it was it was Gravity Nomad. Was it Aranya too? Spider Girl. Yeah. Well, yeah, Aranya became Spider Girl, yeah. but yeah. And then I forgot well, the name of the alternate universe nomad's boyfriend. I forgot his name. The bull guy, right? Toro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was see, good too. See, see all these random Marvel characters that I'm not even like listen. I don't think about any of these people. Yeah, look, you'll love them once Disney makes a movie about them. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, look, this time next year. Okay, like if you, real though, a Young Allies animated joint would be amazing. Would it really though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's gonna happen with Hawkeye? Because in that that Super Bowl spot, they didn't show no Hawkeye either. I know. And you know why that is, right? Well, oh, because of the charges. Yeah. Wait, what charges? That Hawkeye tried to actually, like, snipe his wife. Oh, man. That's terrible. Like Jeremy Renner. Okay, the actor. Right. Yeah. I thought the Hawkeye show was going to be about his daughter, though. But he was supposed to be in it. Yeah. It seems like they kind of put it on ice. Yeah. I'm so glad it's not happening, though. (laughs) Because you got got so much WandaVision and and Falcon and the one-armed dude. Show. Well, it's not that. It's just they use that Hawkeye font from the comic, but they're focusing. It looked like they were going to try and focus on just a half of what that comic was, which was the him and the the girl, the two Hawkeyes, and then. But the flashback stuff was so good. Like I would have read just a book about that flashback, and I felt that the TV show was going to ignore all that altogether. Did anybody ever figure out what the Loki TV show is about? Nah, I don't, nobody cares. I read something about there being time cops. Is there ti- are there time yeah. cops in Marvel? No, but there isn't Rick and Morty, so they're probably going to steal that. <laughs> Dude, if Loki is sitting in front of the, the Council of Bricks, I'm in. No, he's going to be standing into the people from the first season of Legion Le- Legends of Tomorrow. Still in. I love Legends. It, but like, like you, you, it. you like, know the premise though, right, Oz? Yeah, that he he got the tesseract and ran away. Okay, so yeah, so is that is that Loki bouncing yeah, around? So you take like the stupidest part of Endgame and make a show out of it. I got it. And then derive from everything else to make it right. And I mean, I'm gonna watch it, you know. So they got me, but I kind of like Hiddleston. But he's not going to be in it either. Is it Hiddleston or Hiddleston? How do you, what's his Hiddleston. name? Hiddleston. He's not. No. All right. So are we out of here or what? I think it's that time, yes.
Jay, give me some final thoughts. Uh, Elizabeth Warren for president. What? (laughs) Listen, the show's over, so we don't have time to even dissect that, but maybe after the show. I understand Lauren saying that. I mean, she stole Bernie's platform, but okay. No, no, don't listen. I don't don't need any pale imitations. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's racist, but all right. Wow. <laughs> Oz, final thoughts. Uh, not comic book related, but 1917 is really good. It's crazy the way it was shot. I recommend it. Yeah. Should have won the, the award, but whatever. I haven't seen Parasite, so actually I should. Yeah. I take that back. I, don't, I, I can't make that judgment without watching it. No, I, I agree with you because I actually... Well, I didn't watch it either, so I agree with you. <laughs> but I was like, you know, it should go to 1917, but it's probably going to go to Parasite because they're the only non-white people that are nominated. So among people who haven't seen Parasite, yeah. 1917. <laughs> That's the thing. They're both really good. Like, I actually did see them. Like that- That's how the Academy Awards is supposed to be, right? Right. <laughs> that is how it's supposed to be. It should be a difficult choice. Yeah. Right. Um, Most Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, Mike Bloomberg, 2020. Oh, you're so crazy. Hey, <laughs> he got rid of the homeless in New York, and none of the homeless complained about getting fiddled by ice. That's because he moved them to Manhattan. I- <laughs> no, he, he moved them out of Manhattan. But into homes? Yeah, he gave them a place to live and they get rehab, and then they were no longer homeless. That's why they disappeared. They were in Jersey. I heard he ate all the homeless. No, that's what they said. But no, they were in Jersey. What? Like he 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 bought a piece of land in Jersey, made homes for the homeless so that they could get on their feet, and then move far from that and eventually become homed. I agree with Mo, rich billionaire white guy for president. Yeah. One that doesn't I'm get, pretty doesn't sure he ate those homeless people. Yeah. Look, no homeless. Because anyone checked in on them? <laughs> Are they still in Jersey? No, they're they're actually functioning members of society now. Listen, that all I know is that don't make up for stop and frisk. Yeah, he took that away too. No, no, no he, he defended he implemented it. it first, and then he took it away. That then it went away eventually. <laughs> That's not the same thing. You don't you don't get no props for solving problems you create. <laughs> for the entire fantastic forum thank you all so much for hanging out with us we do appreciate you uh this was a longer show so if you're listening still at the end whether you're live or on our uh archive we do appreciate you supporting us thank you so much we will be back next week until then this is fantastic forum only on allgames.com You have to say that again. Stick around for a heavy metal minute. that noise you know what that means it's another heavy metal minute
If you like metal, you probably have heard of the band Blue Cheer. Blue Cheer is actually essentially the father of metal. They wrote they, their song Summertime Blues from like 1963 is considered the first heavy metal song. It's what everything was based on from then on. Even like Black Sabbath, Coven, all these early uh, metal bands like that Blue Cheers Summertime Blues is, is what they're kind of modeled after. Um, and Randy Holden is the guitarist for Blue Cheer and he recorded an album in 1970 called Population 2. Now, legend has it that this album is like the premier early prototype for doom metal and it's considered one of the the first doom metal albums of all time and has only seen has only been heard and stuff through like bootlegs here and there now randy holden in writing easy records are finally releasing population to that album and uh they, they're streaming the song called blew my mind right now you can actually find it it's uh i heard it on Bandcamp, but i'm sure you can find it in wherever <laughs> wherever writing easy records distributes whether it's spotify or whatever i heard i heard the song myself and i, I enjoyed it i like that old coven type uh, uh rock and roll that you could consider doom metal later on but um yeah the song is pretty good i actually pre-ordered the digital copy it was like 10 bucks and it comes with a physical copy too and then you can do the seven inch vinyl not seven inch vinyl you can do seven dollars for just the digital and then like 30 for the vinyl and the digital and the cd i just did the cd and the digital and um and then with the digital you could actually just stream it whenever you want on Bandcamp, um their, their app or or whatever um in other news uh this story is a little weird because it has been updated like twice already today it broke today and it's been edited and updated twice exodus testament and death angel were on a ferry from between sweden sweden and finland and they got caught up in a storm uh i guess the storm is called Ciara, and um basically that storm has killed seven people in europe and it, the, it threw the truck full of the band's equipment overboard. So the truck didn't make the trip from Sweden to Finland, and they had to share their their gear between the bands. But it was just testament. So that's the update. It was just testament. So Exodus, uh, Death Angel, their 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 gear was good. So between Exodus and Death Angel, they kind of mix and match to fill in testaments missing gear so that they could play. Iron Maiden vocalist talks retirement. Bruce Dickinson, he does a lot of um, spoken word performances. And one of those, in those, he actually teaches you how to sing sometimes. He'll talk about his life. And you just ask him questions about whatever you want, and he'll give you an answer for it. And they, uh, <laughs> they ask him about retirement, and he's like, yeah, you know, we can just get, replace us. He did like a joking answer where he says something like, oh, we could replace you know us people that look like us and sound like us and they'll just keep playing you know then he gave the real answer and he says it'll never happen because we're never gonna fucking retire so iron maiden is actually working on a new album but there's as far as retirement goes this isn't anytime soon according to bruce dickinson former death and cynic drummer sean reinert you might remember him from a story about a couple weeks back that he was found dead by his husband his dying wish was donate his organs to save a life and because of this some arcane law that doesn't let homosexual active homosexual people donate their organs if they've been sexually active for the last 12 months 
Um, and it, it's fucked up because he, he wanted to donate. I actually just got my uh, uh, my replacement driver's license. They asked me if I wanted to donate. I said, fuck no. But, you know, he actually wanted to donate and he couldn't. He did not have HIV or any other STDs. It's just because he was gay. <laughs> so if you think that's fucked up, then you should write the Office of the Assistant Secretary for Health in the Department for of Health and Human Services. They actually are seeking public comment until September 26 regarding proposed revisions to the 2013 PHS guideline for reducing human uh, immune deficiency virus, or HIV. Also, uh, hepatitis B and hepatitis C through organ transplantation. So, if their methods are old and, and, and you think they should be able to take them as long as they're not infected then you gotta let them know do your part uh light the light the torch is recording their second album um (laughs) or it's their fourth if you count the devil you know the two albums they did under the name the devil you know but you know light the torch is is howard jones from kill search engage and blood has been shed and ryan wombacher from bleeding through and uh, the drummer says that they're in the studio working on their second album. So they started a new record this week, it says right here on their social media. Lots of work ahead, looking forward to, for everyone to hear it. Hashtag Ibanez Guitar. And Six Feet Under is also reported on their social media that they're, they just started recording a new album too. I, I think it's like number 15 or something, but, but I, I don't know for sure. The drummer for Sarek Angren he has left the music business altogether <laughs> he basically says uh he's done like he left on good terms with the band he might he said he might come back but he's leaving he says the band has become some sort of employee of the metal music business throughout the years and he doesn't he don't like that he says right here i'm leaving sarah congren i've decided this some months ago in this statement, I'll be giving my opinion on things. It's fine to disagree, though I hope after all you've done reading, you understand. I'm not going to give you the whole thing. Um, but yeah, he, he's done with the music business. He, he says he's open to come back for some shows here and there, but he's not going to try and do heavy metal for a living anymore. The first uh, Mayhem Fest dates have been leaked. Uh, Blabbermouth reports that uh, Chicago metal DJ promoter Nick Fury uh, leaked the first date, July 10th, in Tinley Park in Illinois. While Fury did report last year that ACDC would be touring stadiums this summer, and that never came to fruition, so, you know, still a rumor, but, yeah, at least we know that it's gonna be Megadeth and Lamb of God headlining, so that that's, at least we know that, but we'll see when the dates are. I'm Moses Magnum, this has been the Heavy Metal Minute.